Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. That's why the Rodriguez family is famous around town for shooting hoops upside down. They can dunk from downward dog, score three-pointers from crow pose, and make hook shots in headstands. With so many activities, programs, and classes at the Croc, you never know what you'll get into. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nestor Gibbs, joined alongside Daniel Alvarez. What's going on, Ringwalk? Buenos dias, Nestor. I am hope you're having a nice day. It's cool. What up? What's on the docket for the day, my friend? Shit. Nah, Oscar talking crazy again. You know, 10-figure offers and people rejecting offers. And... Yeah, you know, that was interesting, right? Um, Him saying Al Heyman blocked the Charlo, Charlo Munguia fight, um, which is crazy. We don't have much uh, information on it. You know, we don't know what, would the, what, what the offer was. Um, you know, why was it turned down? Uh, but it's been a common theme in boxing to blame Al or Bob for certain fights not happening. Um, so, so where, where, where do you lie with this one? Like, do you believe maybe Al told, you know, Charlo, nah, we're not, we're not going that golden boy right route. We're trying to do something else because um this could have been a nice pay-per-view maybe and if not pay-per-view even better for charlo that he gets to have this on some sort of you know fox or showtime with a pretty known rival that happens to be mexican imagine this would have taken place for june 18th right Uh, because they were negotiating with for this fight um some time ago and obviously they both you know, Charlo and Munguia need each other on each other's resume, don't you think? No, absolutely. You know, I was just complaining yesterday about the guys that uh, Char- uh that Munguia's been fighting. And, you know, when you have Oscar De La Hoya at the press conference and on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani saying that he doesn't even know the opponent's That name, was hilarious. That's fucking disgraceful is what that is. Um, It's funny because I feel like I was sent... That, but it's a remix already. Is it this? Yes, it is this. Check this remix out. This is hilarious. Poor Oscar, man. I mean, I hope he really is trying to sell the company because he's out here looking very, very bad. But screen share, my good friend Travis. Um, Bo, can you give me that that container? I'm sorry. I was going to go do that over there because... No. Uh, so we're screen sharing. Check this out, Danny. He, um, 
It's going to be an entertaining fun. So this is Oscar De La Hoya this is gonna, at his own th- press conference for Jaime Monguilla versus Jim Kelly, right? This is... Well, anyway, you watch this. He, um, it's going to be an entertaining, fun fight. Um, I, I've, been, I've been studying Kelly for, for a while now, and um, he's, he's the real deal. So I have, I, I have, uh, I have uh, um, Jaime Munguia uh, fighting uh, this Saturday, actually, at the Honda Center. Um, so now, Danny, this is the Erewhonani show. The day before. The day before the message Oscar just put out to the public as if the internet isn't undefeated. He thought somehow he can lie to us. You know, it's, it's we'll have we'll have like twelve thousand people there. It's it's gonna be 12, he's fighting actually uh I, I mean I don't even know who the hell he is, who he's fighting. Um <laughs> I've been studying Cali for Yo, but look at his face when he said that. Oscar looked like he's having some fun, right? Like he's I, you know, I'm not gonna say he's on any drugs because that that's not what I see, but I do see life. You don't see life in that face. Let me go back to that 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 image, where he literally is like, "Yo, I don't see." Uh, you know, okay, let's he's, see. He's the real. So I have I, I have uh, I have uh, um, Jaime Munguia uh, fighting uh, this Saturday, actually at the Honda Center. Um, you know, it's, it's we'll have we'll have like twelve thousand people there. It's it's gonna be. He's fighting actually. Uh, <laughs> Look at this little image. I see you. Look at this little image. Look at that that look of like, yo, I don't know who the fuck he is. Look, look, look. That's genuine, but it also has a lot of life. He looks young. Like, I know people are going to be like, yo, nah, Oscar's just on another, you know, binge or whatever. I don't see that. And that's why I wanted to still shot this face. I see a lot of life and happiness. Bro. I know he has a new girlfriend that's extremely young. I don't know what's going on, but my man said 12,000 people were going to be there. Well, I mean, Ryan had 12,000 verses to go. Don't you disrespect and not know. Maybe they know what they're doing. How'd Ryan Bro, do 12,000? did 3,000 his last fight. Ryan has like fucking 8 million followers on the ground. What Munguia got? Munguia only did 3,000? Come on, man. Mm. Why would he say that? Why is he lying like 12, that? Like, bro, like come the on, internet think about is it. not Twelve thousand is a lot of fucking tickets, bro. You could give those bitches out for free. That you, that's still a lot of people to show up. And where this is taking place? In Anaheim, at the oh, Honda California. Center. Yeah. I mean, you know. Do you remember some traditional twelve thousand seated Anaheim, California fights? Plus twelve thousand plus. Because I, I, I'm, this is not not mine. boxing, no, no, not boxing. Nobody no. else has ever done twelve in that. I mean, Ryan fought there, but I, yeah, Ryan might have done. Let's see, let's see. Ryan, Ryan versus did. who? I want to say Fonseca was there. It was a Valentine's when he fought on Valentine's Mm-mm. a couple years ago, like a uh, year or two ago. I love Ryan. this face. Did he get a facelift? Is that what it is? You know, Trav, you're more. You know, you would know. Yeah, it looks like. like there's some injections, perhaps, or he's just or is very, it like, or is it is it hair plugs in the front? Oh, it could be that his hairline is pretty. pretty like neat. right here, you mm. see where my cursor is? What's going on here? What's going on here? Is that like? I don't know. He feels. Could it be like a facelift? His doesn't his skin look nice and tight? He looks so energetic and happy. Bro, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. That's the face of happiness. Who he's fighting. Um, I've been studying Cali for 
for a while now. Um. <laughs> he's uh, he's coming off. Yo, the nose wipe again. Oh my God, no, Oscar. I just said you wasn't playing. An amazing win. Um, and I, I strongly feel that. Uh, look, uh, when when you're from the uh, the the hotbed of boxing now overseas in the UK. You, you, you have like a chip on your shoulder. You have something to prove and you're always uh, ready to fight. And so this is going to be. A Man, you know, people say that, that, that Al Heyman needs a face for PBC. I like to say that. I like to say that Eddie Hearn is a, is a fantastic promoter. This is the definition of a guy that's not taking his job seriously. Eddie's on that mic and ain't no sunshine when Tang's gone and everybody's laughing. It, videos are getting reposted. He's just more charismatic. This man is not taking his job seriously and that's why he's always at a loss for words and repeats the same shit. It's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous way. Every fucking fight is tremendous for this guy. It's, this is sad. Which brings me to our Thursday news that, you know, we brushed over. Um, he says he's got a 10-figure deal. 10-figure offer. 10-figure offer to sell, to sell Golden. Golden Boy. Yeah. Then there's other news that he says he wants to bury the hatchet with Dana White. Uh, then you showed me that Elon Musk reached out. Nah, I'm fucking with you. That was definitely Photoshop. <laughs> Imagine how to ran with that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. Shout out to Barack for posting that. It was a tweet of Elon Musk. To pull Oscar. it up, pull it up, pull it up. It's hilarious because um, someone should buy this company. I'm shocked Probellum and Richard Schaefer haven't swept in and stole this company. And, uh, you know, I was asking Danny yesterday, and I want to ask you guys both. This is our first poll. If. Someone were to buy Golden Boy from Oscar, do you believe the network deal would be attached? Meaning that hypothetically the zone has a contract for X amount of dates, X amount of years with Golden Boy, not with Oscar or any chairman. Does that not make sense though? Like in a business world, Trav, I don't know, you've, you're, you seem to be the most intelligent in the room, right? I mean... The most intelligent in the room. Why can't I stroke his ego? Why are you such a hater? Damn, Daniel. I know. Lord. Everybody deserves a compliment. I hate <laughs> This guy you. right here, bro. Look, you made my me day. lose my train of thought now. What the fuck was I going to ask him? You were talking about how beautiful he looks and what but else? I was leading into something, but okay. you you ruined it. I really don't remember, honestly. It's I'm not even something about business, it up. about buying someone. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, because a company is a company, a company is a corporation, an LLC, you know, an INC. So, if I bought Sticky Paws. You would I wouldn't be the internet. I wouldn't. Be, <laughs> <laughs> right, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be buying you per se. Like even though you own the LLC, I'm buying the LLC. But my right. question is, whatever contracts you have with existing podcasters, hypothetically, if I buy your business, 
I'm buying those contracts for those existing podcasters to continue to do their business in this business. And that's what I'm saying. If I'm zone, I got a network deal with Golden Boy yeah, they Promotions. Just, they just extended it, too. But with Golden Boy Promotions, not necessarily with Oscar De La Hoya. So all I'm saying is, hypothetically, using air quotes, if there were a gentleman or a company that wanted to buy Golden Boy, like Probellum, ladies and gentlemen, it's my belief, but I'm not a fucking lawyer, but it's my belief that if Danny or Probellum bought Golden Boy from, the, from, from, from Oscar, they would continue the existing network deal that Golden Boy Promotions has with DAZN, the network broadcaster. Usually, they get a choice. The clients get a choice to drop out. The if, client being the network. The network. Be- if you change hands. And I don't hands, think yeah. that they would because they would have done their research. Richard Schaefer was really the one running Golden Boy. When Golden Boy was at its best, when they put together Mayweather Canelo, Danny uh, Lucas, you know, Amir Khan and Danny. I mean, any great fight you remember over the last 10 years that was Golden Boy included Al, included Richard Schaefer. So if Richard Schaefer and Probellum were the one to buy Golden Boy, again, they need a network deal. Not only that, they can strengthen the relationship because Richard can sit down and say, look, I got 200 fighters. Plus, I'll be buying Golden Boy's company and, and, and having their existing fighters. So I would be bringing a lot. A lot to the table. A lot. You know. And um, then Richard Schaefer is already an existing face from the past that is familiar to the Golden, uh, Golden Boy public. So. Exactly. And just in the business. So that's what I'm saying. When, when the zone does their research, they would see that, you know, Richard is... Highly qualified for the position. Um, But that is interesting to me. You know, if we could figure out whether Oscar sold that company or not, does the new owner take over ownership of that deal with DAZN? Because if so, man, people really should buy Oscar out. Like Alou DeBella, who's also with DAZN, I mean Probellum. Fuck, go, go in there, get some partners. You got a baseball team. Sell that shit. Partner up. Do it again. Roll them fucking dice. You think you good? You be on Twitter talking greasy. Roll a dice. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens. Hell yeah. Ain't nobody giving them no 10-figure offer. That's for fucking sure. Well, what's the lowest end of a 10 figures? A billion dollars. (laughs) Damn. Um, is there a billion dollars there? How could how could he be evaluating that company? Is he is he like selling us the trajectory of his fighters though? And see, that's the thing too. What's to say that the fighters stay? What if the fighters don't like new management, and then you know they choose hmm. to leave one one's contract? Well, again, one's contracts. That's what I'm saying. If I buy your country, your your country. <laughs> No, but if I buy your com your company, any existing contracts you have should transfer over to me. Like Trav said, yeah, as a consumer, you may have the right to ask to get out. But I mean, if you're beneficial in this we paper, got a, we got a couple super chats. But this one pertaining to the subject, Chick Chickarelli would file out the super chat saying all contracts are included when companies are sold. It's part of the assets. See. 
So so wow. that's what I'm saying. So someone is like, they're, they're asleep at the wheel. All you dudes who don't got a network deal, all you little promoters, like, get the fuck together. This is your opportunity. You know, build the conglomerate, the Ludabellas. I know Gary Shaw don't exist anymore, but whoever's small, bro, like, fucking get together and, and, and buy Golden Boy out. Make a committee. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't doing nothing. Mad Let's be real. These, I mean, how the fuck? First of all, he is doing something. You might want to buy Oscar's company and keep him as a chair member anyway. He's not good for a face, but let me explain something. Danny just told you they re-upped with the zone. Somehow he convinced him to do that. Think about Ryan's last three fights. Then think about Jaime Munguia's last three fights. The only guy that they have... The last three fights are respectable or Virgil's. Like, all their commodities are fighting nobodies. So I don't even understand how he's getting more money for these guys. Like, because they haven't been tested other than Virgil's. Like, so, like, what is it that the zone is seeing? You know, and it's only three. He lost, well, he's got Gilberto as well. Call him the four horsemen. <laughs> he got Virgil. Those are nice three, four Mexicans to have, bro. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... They are if you're gonna fight them against people we've heard of. And think about think about Ramirez's last four. Even though the last two have been the zone, maybe. He fought Uneski Gonzalez on the zone, and then he just fought I don't even know who the fuck that dude was. We didn't even watch it. Yeah. You know, so we got Mad Ben 100 with a two dollar super chest saying bald heads are many. Morning TBV. What up? Yeah, there's been a lot of comments about me not wearing a hat today. Boozy from Broward uh, with a $2 super chat saying, no hat Danny today, fire emoji, I see you champ. <laughs> Gotta let the scout breathe every now and then. Bro, I don't know, I ain't even think about it. I'm like, fuck it. And I noticed it and I'm like, should I go to my car? Because I know I got hat. Um, no, nah, I ain't feel like getting up. So I'm yeah, like, fuck man, it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I might, I might just go bald today. That's it. I'm, I think I'm gonna keep. I, I finally made it to the barbershop last Sunday, so I think I'm gonna just stay stick to to Sundays. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go today. Oh wow. Yeah, you know we got important. Look at this guy. We got Im- important people coming in. I'd like to. That's look, true. That's we got. True. Uh, I'd like to look presentable. I, you know, I mean, I was fingering if I if I I might relate a little bit more if I left left some of the grades because he is older. He's probably if watching I, this. If I shave, uh, if I if I get a haircut, then I might look too young. Immaturity, lack of uh, know-how in business, mm, grace, show experience, baby. Yo, it, it, it's funny. The guy's gonna get here all swagged out, and you're gonna be like, gonna be like, oh, look, this old guy right here. I mean, <laughs> I'm always swagged. Look at my shirt. You grinding? You know, daily, daily. We got Chris Carson with a five dollar super chat saying we need to enroll Oscar and Vada. <laughs> Yo, we didn't even finish watching the video. I wonder what else other funny shit this guy's put in here. Let me go back to this. Uh, a great fight, and whenever Jaime Munguia fights, it's always action packed. So it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, and, but that's that's how I was. I was trying to. I was trying to make a Jaime Munguia versus Charlo yeah. fight, but the problem is, 
Al Heyman. Uh. Again, he blocks it. So it's it's so I had to move on to the next contender. It was this kid, Cali. I've been studying Cali for for a while now. I really I'm a I'm the biggest fight fan ever, and I don't know who he is. Wow. Um but uh but uh, it should be a fun fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look at that smile. Yo, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Um, so, yeah, you've seen him blame Charlo there, or rather Al Heyman for blocking the Charlo fight. Um, the funny thing is that it's hard to believe him when he's literally lying in the clip we're playing, right? So it's like you want to choose to believe one sentence he said when you know for a fact he's lied about everything he said before that part. So it's like, you know, you you just told us you've been studying this kid Kelly. Then you tell Hawani you have no clue who the fuck he is. Now you tell us you wanted to make Charlo, but Al blocked it. It's like, can I truly Hell believe him? No. All right. Let's see. We got New York Bullet with a $5 super chat. Saying, being that Golden Boy renewed with the zone, wouldn't it be easier for her to just buy Golden Boy out? Not sure how that works. Mm. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from downward dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from downward dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. I think for Hearn and any other promoter, the level of of Hearn, it doesn't make sense to buy Golden Boy. Right? Because again, who is Golden Boy? Like, how many fighters do they got outside of the four that I mentioned? Can you think of anything else that can be... Oh, yeah, they got William. Yeah, uh, William Cepeda, Blair the Flair. Okay, so now we're at six. I mean, by no means are those, like, big... Uh, Alexis Rocha, but... Right, but by no means... I just don't think that for Eddie or, or, or any company of that level, it makes sense to acquire the entire company more than it makes sense to buy out the contracts of those fighters that they'd right. rather have. Like, it's just more expensive to buy your infrastructure when I could just buy your contract for the fighter. You know, talk to that fighter like Al did, give him the money that is necessary to buy himself out of his own contract and then have them cross the street and work with me. It, that would just be more economical for me versus buying your entire company, you know. So it would have to be smaller promoters, again, uh, that don't have a television deal, that can benefit from uh, buying Golden Boy. You know, uh, Eddie already got deal, dates, and more of a yearly budget from the zone to Matchroom than zone to Golden Boy. So, again, that 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 doesn't necessarily make sense unless Eddie and his shareholders simply wanted to get rid of one player so that it's one less player on the board and more of a monopoly in their favor. I don't know. Yo, mm-hmm. some of these comments are hilarious. 
They said that me and you going to the barbershop is the biggest waste of time. I mean, you know, that's because they probably don't choose to have any sort of self-care. You know, they don't groom. They said we need to just go bald because there ain't shit to cut. Cheers, my good mate. Cheers. Buenos dias to you. I was actually talking to him, but cheers to you too. Cheers to you. We got the Axiom with the 199 says, Golden Boy Promotions' biggest asset is archive fights they own, which is true. Rights to fights. They're always going to own the rights to a lot of Oscar fights, a lot of Marquez fights, a lot of Floyd fights, a lot of Pacquiao fights. So their library is good, but again, um, what the fuck? Like, they're Who's like, searching that shit? Show me analytics. If I'm going to buy your company and you're going to say that one of your biggest sales in that company is that you have all these archive fights, well, show me the analytics. How many people are clicking those videos? Show me your analytics for goldenboy.com. Show me the analytics for the archive fights that are on zone. Show me people clicking that shit on a monthly fucking basis. Like, who the fuck is really searching for Pacquiao Marquez right now or Pacquiao Morales right now like who gives a fuck and who's not going to YouTube first let's be real yeah that's true how much are those fights really worth like fuck off now are they all even on Golden Boy actually let me let me find out let me check something out let's see what Golden Boy's YouTube doing Bones 13 with a five dollars super chat he ain't saying nothing just showing some love what up Bones would you happen to be related to Bones Adams? <clears throat> Yo, they have, don't screen share. They have a shitty number. They're the lowest amount of subscribers of any promoter. They have 350,000. And we all know Premier Boxing Champions has a million. And so does The Zone. They have, they have like two. Top Rank has like two. This is shameful. Mm. Even BT Sports had Way more than this. And, you know, this is shameful. Um, Wow. We got... I don't want to screen share this because this is my personal business, but they are... They're doing... (laughs) You see that, Trav? They're doing, like, five times or four times worse than us. Than us. Mm. Than our views per month. This is sad. Which means their archive fights means fuck all. No one's clicking it. No one's watching it. Like, look at the amount of views they're getting. They probably need to hire some content creators or something. Because this doesn't even make sense. Mm. Like, their press conference with Garcia and Fortuna has 5,000 views. That's it? Yeah. Oh, Wow. We're going to get that today. Some of these numbers don't make any sense. Look, throwback. De La Hoya versus Forbes, 2,700 views. Oh, wow. Look, look, look. Chavez versus, what the hell that says? Jorge Chavez? Oh, that's probably why. He's not fucking the real Chavez. <laughs> but still, that's only 2,800. Like, it's just bad numbers. You can screen share this. This is like shit, shit, shit numbers. Look at, look at, look at the the the, the Zurdo prelims thirty three thousand, Zurdo weigh in one point five, like not million either thousand. 
Look at my man Scrappy. Only got 486 views over there. That's crazy. They wildin'. They need some life. And I don't see what's wrong with this channel either. It's pretty decent thumbnails. They got texts on them. They're pumping out stuff. I'm I'm shocked as to why it's so bad. Like, I haven't even seen a 100,000 viewed video yet. Whoa. Look, Legends too. Morales. That right? one, yeah, that or is one. that not the right Morales? I don't know, but... Look, Oscar De La Hoya Villa versus Julio Cesar Chavez, bro. Throwback. Is this the whole fight? No, that's a little clip. Five-minute clip, but it still only got 1,000. Less than 1,000. I was being generous rounding up. Shit's crazy. Take it down. I don't know. He might be lying about that 10. 10-figure <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> offer. Wakandan Tax Collector with a super chat saying, Oscar should rebrand to Premier Sniffing Champions. <laughs> You guys are terrible. PSE. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, man. Who else we got? Who else we got? We got... So, Charlo did claim injury. Do you think he pops up with a bigger fight? And Andre claimed injury and went dark. Right? My man is like John Rambo in the forest right now. Where is Andre? Yeah, I ain't heard exactly. He got that injury and went dark. I'm still predicting that he pops up in a different contract, bro. Andres? Under a different promoter. Who you thinking? PBC. And now that Charlo got his alleged back injury, what better time than to announce a Charlo Andre fight for the fall? That'd be huge. And it's a unification. He still got the belt. He ain't get stripped. Mm. Uh, Johnny Beck is just a interim, which if they choose to go unification, obviously, Johnny Beck can't really force his position. Obviously, the winner will have to deal with Johnny Beck. But I'm sure Top Rank as a promoter would take step-aside money from Johnny for Johnny Beck and convince him to do so because... You know, then you get a shot at two belts. Yeah. You know, so if Johnny Beck allows Charlo to fight Andre, he gets the winner. Makes more financial sense for him, too. Acron79 with a $5 super chat saying, Good morning, Ness and Danny and TBV with the fire emojis. The accent with a $2 super chat. Let saying, me reply to this free chat. Skid Row Joe says, YouTube views means jack shit to those old fights. Uh, I'm just showing you that the is the, the the search term, you know, if people were searching it, the the content creator, the person that's actually uploading the content first, they would have more views, right? Like they are the source of that fight. So why would anyone else have more views than that? Like I don't. Yeah. Uh, the Axiom with a $2 super chat saying, Golden Boy fights on the Zone YouTube. He's saying to go to the Zone's YouTube because that's where they be posting their shit. Okay. Yeah. But they're not posting. Are they posting the, the archive fights? That's what he said. Golden Boy promotion fights. That's what he said. Let's Ever, see. Ever with a $5 super chat. Good morning, TBV. Uh, 
black bald person emoji, <coughs> um, white bald person emoji. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Mr. Calderon, 93, with a $5 super chat saying Canelo should mess around and send an offer. <laughs> yeah, yo, let Eddie Reynoso uh, step his game up. I mean, he's already, you know, been doing well in that department. So I do see Golden Boy's press conference on the gold on the zone YouTube. I see the, the Jaime Munguilla, Jimmy Kelly press conference and Camp House with Jaime Munguilla. Um I don't see the fights though. No no old fights from the archive. Not yet. I'm I'm you know, I'm going down I see current events. Okay. You know, current stuff. But uh, I'm gonna keep you'd scrolling. You think they they would have a playlist for that? Maybe check mm. the playlist. Playlist. In the meantime, Marizestro with a two dollar super chat that says TBV equals the bald voice. Nah, man, their playlists consist of the fights they've they've had and are having. So it's like Mongia Kelly playlist. Uh, something. What is that? Koiguchi versus Bermuda's playlist. Oagua versus Cordina. Canelo versus GGG. Zuldo, Bozell. Um, I don't see. Okay, Mean Sweets playlist. That's funny. Where is the Golden Boy Archive playlist? Chuck Supremacy with a $5 super chat that says, My hairline goes further back than the Cowboys last Super Bowl win, but I still get my weekly cut. Because my beard, A1. Yeah, champ. That's because you are a person that takes pride in the way that you look, unlike these other weirdos that rather spend money to tell us that we're crazy for cutting our hair. You know, cavemen. Overgrown facial hair and shit. Yo, so Chick Chickarelli made a good point. He says, Golden Boy bought Ring Magazine in 07. So then if you buy Golden Boy, not just are you getting the fighters, but you're also getting Ring Magazine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that matters. That's that's like for, I you mean, know, isn't the Ring Belt part of that? That's for you nostalgic people. Oh, um, okay. Like the Ring Belt, yeah, but the magazine, the dot-com, they've even tried to stream fights to that shit. Like that, that never kicked off. But it doesn't mean that under new leadership, it can't. You know, so, you know, it could. It could very well. I do not see a Golden Boy Fights playlist here, bruvs. Sorry. Nothing. Like, they're only doing current events. Like, look, Avenese and Kelly, Parker, Fa, Canelo Sanders. It's just like, what fights have they been doing? The Axiom with a $2 super chat saying, Search Floyd versus Madonna. It's on the Zone YouTube, 17 million. Okay. Floyd, let's see what you got. I got Floyd Mayweather perfecting the sweet science 7.2 million one year ago. One year ago. Full fight, Floyd versus Madonna, 17 million one year ago. Mm, That's it. Full fight, Oscar versus Floyd. 10 million, two years ago. 
Full fight, Floyd versus Cotto. 3.8 million. Full fight, Floyd versus Marquez. Full point, 4.8 million. Now, now we know how zone built their subscriber base. Because they got 2 million fucking subs. But yeah, to have these fights shown free on YouTube worldwide... That'll build some motherfucking subscribers. No, for sure. And these are these are these are high quality, yo. Yo, but and they're good fights. Like Floyd I Madonna loved. was a Showtime fight, right? Yeah, but it don't matter. Golden Boys is if Golden Boys involved when we leave, I own that shit. It's like mm. uh, it's like um, perfect example. Suge Knight, you know, he got the masters. If you got the masters, it don't matter that the artist made the song. I own the rights to the masters, homie. You could die. I'm getting paid off them spins. Nah, I feel you. So um, he killed Floyd right there. That was sweet. That was sweet. He took Floyd rights to that. But I bet you Floyd shares the rights because I remember Floyd having an app. Remember a couple years ago he had an app and he had all his fights on his app and him and Oscar were done already. Mm. You don't remember the app? What app? Floyd Mayweather's app. Nah. What? Wow. Yeah, no, nah, he had an app. Mm. Had all his fights on there. Jonathan Kidder, bro. It's okay, champ. I ain't tripping on, on, on that shit. What? What happened with Jonathan? That's my man's in him. He got that fire out in Florida. Nah, he talking about people. Because uh, people talking shit about uh, specifically me. But, you know, they'll throw a uh, nice comment in there. But, yeah, man, I ain't tripping on that. Bruh, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. They are licensing it to the zone, is what the axiom is saying. Yeah, because they have a partnership, but I'm sure they're not paying for that licensing. As a, if I'm giving you dates plus Rockefeller startup money for all your fights, I ain't paying for the you rights to that Rockefeller fight. Rockefeller startup. Money. Let's just I be real. It. If the zone don't give a site a, a a a fight fee, how the fuck he gonna get the fights done? I'm not paying for no. I mean, maybe they are because uh, Oscar knows. They'll make residual like they making money off them fights being on the on on a YouTube channel. Without oh, doubt. for sure, and they big money because that retention time got to be beautiful watching right. them fights. They watching that whole fight, and they got Canelo fights, which is crazy. In what way? That you know, Golden Boy has an archive for real. If you think about it, they got all Canelo fights. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like shit. It's a lot. No, he don't do the numbers of Floyd, though. Floyd do bananas. He he gets crazy with the numbers. But it looks like we are ready for our first guest of the day. Who's uh, it going to be? Ezekiel Borrero. Borrero. Man, I seen this kid sparring. He's, uh, he's, the, he's the real deal. Real deal, champ. At least that session. Right, Ezekiel, you were you were doing your thing. I had to run up to him like, bro, what weight are you? <laughs> I thought you were bigger than what, uh, you know, than what you really are. Yeah, yeah, because of the fact of like who he was sparring, which we won't say any names, you know. But I'm like, wow, why is this guy sparring this guy? I thought you were like a 54 pounder. Honestly, I for whatever reason I felt. Like, I've seen you spar someone that is 47 or 54 in that gym and just always thought that's what you were until, obviously, the day that I asked your 
Wait, but how are you? Good morning, man. I'm was good, it hard man. to find? Did it send uh, you to the back? It sent me to the back, but, it's you know, crazy. I found my way around. It's cool. cool. You know, it's not that hard to find. Yeah. All right. Can you just point this up a little so that... Perfect. Yeah, man. So, uh, I don't know why it always does that. It's kind of frustrating. I hope we don't have that issue in the new building. It's yeah. crazy. Because, you know, that that is a front and a back in the new building, too. Mm-hmm. But, um... Can you tell everybody where you're from originally? I'm I'm actually uh was born here in Vegas. Okay. I was raised in Puerto Rico. Oh. Yeah, so I got both Puerto Rican and Mexican. Uh, my mom's Mexican, my dad's Puerto Rican. Uh, my dad used to be a professional fighter also. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't um able to pursue the career 100%. So he had to quit boxing and a lot of problems happened. So but me and my brother Joey Borrero started boxing as well. At the age of like five, six years old, um, I was being trained by my grandpa. Just amazing sport, man. Um, I didn't love the sport when it started at all. Um, I hated the sport. But like around nine, ten years old, I started lo- loving the sport again. Um, but then... Whoa, 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 whoa. At nine and ten, you started to love it again. So, So wait, when you first found it, was how old? I was five, 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 six around there. Yeah, and, because and, and you fell in love things. until ten. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I w- it was forced. I didn't want to do the sport. My grandpa was my trainer. He was the one because my my family in Puerto Rico is a big boxing family. Mm-hmm. So Puerto Rico in general, man. Yeah, j- in general, honestly, it's just. So who's Puerto Rican in your family? Um, my my dad. my dad, my dad. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's funny. We just had um, Freddie. What's his last Rojas, name? Rojas. 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 And he's Puerto Rican and Cuban, right? I think no, Mexican, Mexican and Cuban. And Cuban. Mexican, yeah, and Cuban. Mexican and Cuban. He's really, really good. But it's man. always the Caribbean <laughs> hitting on the woman. <laughs> In your case, obviously, the Puerto Rican dad. In his case, it was the Cuban dad. So it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But go ahead, continue. So, yeah, yeah. So my grandpa was the one that forced the sport into me. I didn't want to do the sport when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Years went by. I started loving the sport at like ten years old. I started loving the sport, and I started like actually getting up, going to run every morning with my grandpa. And unfortunately, he passed away due to cancer. Oh, my condolences! Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's and that hit me really hard, you know. So I was like, you know what? I want nothing to do with the sport anymore. So I stopped boxing. What year was that? Oh, that how was, old were you? That was when I was almost eleven. Almost okay, eleven. So- so a year, a year after quitting, yes, or stopping, or stopping, yeah, yeah. So the thing now, after I did that, then I just committed to just doing school sports, soccer, baseball, whatever, whatever I could do. You know, basketball. I played it all. Um, got here to Vegas due to some issues. Like uh, my mom got got a uh, custody over us again because my dad left us in Puerto Rico with our grandpa and my grandma, due to him having problems over there, he had to move to North Carolina. So my grandma and my grandpa were the ones that <laughs> Problems were in Puerto Rico? Yeah. You know, what kind of problems? <laughs> that was a... Well, he was coming up. He was pretty well known, and then he just had bad... So y'all was like from the Caserillos over there in Puerto Ta- yeah, Rico? Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where were you from? Uh, well, from I'm, I'm from Copay Alto, Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah, yeah Copay Alto... Um, and then the thing is that when when you're coming up, a lot of people know you, so you have to have a lot of people defending you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the right people, 
then things are going to happen bad. And that's what happened with him. He had to move out, go to North Carolina. Now he's living over there, you know, with thank God that he's good and everything. I love my pops, even though he wasn't there for me to raise me. I actually love the fact that I was raised with my grandma and my grandpa because they taught me everything that I know and the way that I am is because of them, you know. They they always infor- encouraged me to help out others and just do the right things, you know. Like, they weren't they weren't bad people at all. Like, I, lo- I love my grandpa and my grandma, you know. So do you and your father have a relationship now? Do you guys talk often or? We talk here and then, you know, like every other day we talk. He calls oh, me and see, 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 how, see how we're doing over there and always asking me if we have any fights coming up. And he's always trying to stay updated, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So um, why? who are you living with here in Vegas? At the moment right now, I'm living by myself. Okay. Um, when I moved here, I was living with my mom. That got at like the age of 14, literally the age of 14, because it was like the day of my birthday when I got here. Um, I went to Chaparral High School, graduated from Chaparral High School. Shout out to everybody that went to Chap. Um, so uh, I just did, I did actually the most awkward sports that have nothing to do with this. You know, the only the only sport that was kind of related to this was wrestling. I did wrestling. Uh, then I played. Look cocky as so. <laughs> I did uh, volleyball and I did tennis. Mm. So, which is like very diverse, like different sports that have nothing to do, you know? No, I don't know. I think the tennis, you definitely need to have phenomenal footwork for tennis. Yeah, yeah. And for stamina. And the stamina, yeah. of course. It so. definitely helps because a lot of sprinting. Yeah, but I mean, rather than everybody, like they wanted, like my coach always wanted me to play, oh, get into football, get into track, get into this, that's going to help you in that sport, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I just played those sports, and then after I graduated, my mom took us to Mexico to meet our family over there. I met my was family. That? It was it was really good. It was it's nice. I love Mexico. You know, it's just amazing place to be. Everything is like super nice down there, and it just gets you connected with a lot of culture. There's a lot of culture down there. Um, but when we went over there. Came back. But after all this time, family. this is in Puerto Rico. No. No, no, no. This, this, okay. that's, that's, that's here in Vegas when okay. I moved back. Yeah, yeah. Then after that, I moved back. Uh, we went down to Mexico to visit. I think we only went for like two, three weeks or so. Just a little vacation. Came back. It only took one day for me to sit down on the couch, not doing nothing, to be like, I can't do this. Because mm. I was always active. I was always out of school. I was doing sports. I was always doing something. I was like... I can't do this. I was sitting on the couch just looking at the TV, got up, and I told my mom, hey, can we go to the boxing gym? And she was like, yeah, yeah, because she wanted me to box. She was the one that, when I got here, she wanted me to box as soon as I got here. But I didn't because of what happened. So I started actually boxing with Fernando Vargas at his gym when he had mm-hmm. it out Civic Center in Cheyenne. That's where I started boxing. Um and then after that, there was like, uh, like a, I think I trained with him for about a year. Um, what things, happened? Things happened at the, well, it's just personal issues, you know, personal issues that happen that um, I have nothing against him. It's it's all right. You know, I, I, I love him. He's like another father to me, another father figure, because he did teach me a lot. He taught me a lot about the sport, how to hold myself outside of the sport and stuff like that. So... I have no bad blood against none of them. You know, I love all of them. I'm glad that they're doing what they're doing, and I wish them the best, you know. and But what happened? Um, <laughs> It's just 
you know, just problems with my with my parent, my mom, my mother. She was trying to get a little bit, I, I say, a little bit too involved, hmm. and that kind of felt. He felt like he was kind of being pushed away by me letting my mom get a little bit too involved in that, and I was like, "It's not really like that." But you know, if you feel like that, then he was just like, "Yeah." So your mom plays like a managerial role, or she's just she was trying to. Okay. She was trying to. You know, this was when I was starting my career. You know, barely starting boxing and all that. So she was trying to put a little bit too much of herself into the sport, which I get it. She's my mom. She was trying to support me. She was trying to help me. Mm-hmm. I love her because of that. But at the end of the day, you know, she got to let do, let me do myself. And, you know, because I also want what's best for me. So that's why I wanted to, cause, cause with Fernando, I was really committed. I was dedicated and, you know, it was all about him, you know? Um, I actually won my first, national title with him the ringside nationals which was under 10 fights i, I got that mm. that t- that one so um then with him i won it for about a year and a half uh i think with him i racked up around 30 so fights 36 or so like that okay and then that happened so i had to leave gyms i was training for about six months with bullet Rolando's okay. coach. Rolando's coach. Yes. I was training with him for a little bit. But the thing is that I believe this was during like a transition where he was finding a gym and, you know, doing a lot of business that he wasn't able to be at the gym and train us. So I was like, you know what, I don't I don't want this. I want a trainer. I want somebody to be there and coach me and tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, what I need to improve. Uh so I left there. And I started training by myself for about two months because there was a coming tournament, the Roy Jones Juniors tournament, the second one that was here locally for the mm-hmm. amateurs in the, I believe, the Cox Pavilion by the Thomas and Mac. Um, and then I participated in that one. Unfortunately, I didn't get the win. And I want to say it's really because I didn't have the right corner. I didn't have the right people because I was just doing it by myself. I entered myself into that tournament. Nobody entered me. And once I did that, then... I met my current coach, Gil Martinez, which I'm so glad that I met him because because of him, I am the fighter that I am now. Like when I was with Fernando, I didn't used to move like you guys saw me move at the gym. You guys like I was a whole completely different fighter. I've beaten people that I lost to when I was Fernando. Mm. You know what I mean? So. I'm just a whole entire different fighter now. Way better, way stronger. Footwork is just, you know, amazing. So, um, what's the name of that trainer again? Gil Martinez. Uh, does he have any big names? Not currently, but has he trained anyone in the past that we may be familiar with? Well, I mean, he's more of a... They, they He's trained people when he was... When they were amateurs, mm-hmm. like Andrew Tabidi, he's trained him when he was an amateur. Uh, Andres Cortez also okay. trained him when he was an amateur. He trained. Um, uh, he's also like uh, they 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 like him a lot for MMA because he's a good striking coach. Mm. So any any MMA fighter that's uh, pretty big, like uh, Bellator, I believe he is, he trained him, and he's just a really good coach all around. Always pushing conditioning, always pushing the discipline, always pushing us at the gym. Like with him, it's not regular work. It's just 
like everything is different. Like you can't expect the same thing every day with him. It's just different level work with him. And that's why I love what I'm doing with him that, that I've moved and I met him. Um, so do you have a date or a fight lined up? Right now we are talking about a possibility in August. I still don't know a date yet. It's going to be down in Colorado. Uh, I'm going to go next week, go talk to the promoter. We still got to talk about the opponent, the date, and the purse and all that stuff. So I got to go down there, talk to them. Also, I got family down there, which is my brother and my mom. They're not going to go meet down there. Um, but hopefully, God willing, everything works, goes, out. Work, works out and we have a fight in August. Uh, they also offered me a fight uh, July 26th, I believe. Um a matchmaker was calling for some people to to get a fight going. Right now, honestly, the way it looks like, a lot of I got I got word from other people that that promote that matchmaker got the word to that guy. So, I it, it's not looking bright for me what to get. What you mean got the word? So basically, I send in my name to that matchmaker. Mm-hmm. That matchmaker gave that person that name, and now relatives from that person contacted me saying that oh he got the name so why his relatives getting to me back but he hasn't gotten to me back yet you know what i mean if they want to make this fight happen let's make this fight happen (laughs) you know what i mean like then let's let's stop running stop stop giving me the run around the run around oh this guy knows about it but hold up let me tell my guy so that he could tell me like no just tell me like what what, what we scared about you know if we're going to make this fight happen, let's make this fight happen. And where would that one take place? California. And uh, so right now you don't have a promoter then? Right now I do not have a promoter, no. I do and not. Do you have a manager? Um, The one that's uh, managing me right now is my, my coach. He's the one that's helping me okay. move around and everything like that. Nothing signed yet, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's the one. How many fights? Uh, Five. 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 And where have your five fights been? And they they all been in Mexico, TJ, Guadalajara, um, Colima. So it's just all been down there. So you this would be your first American. First American, fight. yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, that must be exci- exciting for you, especially saying that your uh, mother and brother live out there, right? So I'm yes. sure they'd be there to support. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's exciting, man. Yeah. I. I Wait in California, Colorado. 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 Oh. Um, how many amateur fights total? Total, I think I was about 58 fights in about three years that I racked up. Any tournaments? Uh, I went to the ringside tournament, title nationals, went to the SoCal tournament, and went to the nationals down in Reno, the 27, 2018, I believe it was. Um, I, I, I've been to a lot of tournaments actually here. I went to the, I don't think it was just a one day show, but it was like my biggest accomplishment as a, as an amateur. Um, I believe it was 2018. I'm not wrong. The Nevada boxing hall of fame was here at the red rock. They were having an event for the WBC amateur belt. Mm -hmm. Um, and that fight, it was. It was kind of nerve wracking for me at the same, but I don't know. It was just because I got to fight Amado Vargas, my old coach's son. Mm. Oh, so it was like after obviously after separating all of this, with yeah. this new trainer. Yes, 
Did you win? Yes. <laughs> the fight's actually, if you guys want to watch it, it's actually on YouTube. You just got to look up Mado Vargas versus Isigio Borrero, and it's going to be right there. So I'm assuming you've already sparred his brother then. Which one? I'm Emiliano or for... Emiliano. Emiliano. Actually, I haven't. I haven't sparred mm. Emiliano. I have not sparred Emiliano. They, uh, they wanted some work, I believe... Before his fight on Triller, that he just had his first fight, which, you know, congratulations to him for winning. Um, but during that time, I wasn't able to due to some personal issues that I was having, problems with work and my my transportation. Wait, wait, you got a full-time job? Yes. Yeah. Nighttime? No, no, no. It, I work in the from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., then 3 p.m., 3.30, I'm at the gym from 3.30 to 8. But you spar? Yeah. But uh, Wednesdays is my days off, so I'm only there for Wednesdays and Fridays for which sparring. Are for sparring, which is in the morning. So what, you leaving after this? Uh, most likely, but not till eleven. Probably leaving. Uh, cause uh, right now they offer me some work with Bones at Bones Gym, Bone Adams Gym. So you going there first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you're not going to top rank today? I'm not gonna be at top rank today. Yeah, yeah. Cause they offer. So me at some Bones, what you gonna spar, Sean? Um, I forgot his name. The one that I sparred Wednesday. Uh, I think it's Keith Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, gonna be shit. him. Yeah, I sparred him on Wednesday, so it's tall as fuck. Really, he 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 packs a punch. Actually, when I was sparring, I was like, "All right, I gotta be careful with a little bit of shots." But no, yeah, bro, he's tall, bro, man. he's tall. Forget that, homie. He's coming down from welterweight. He's got what? Check it. Pull him out. He got like 12, 13 fights, and he's just become a welter, a a a, a, a lightweight. Uh, thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he no. Just became. How many fights he got total? Uh, he has, he's 15 and one. And his last three or 35s or two? Um, well, the last four kind of, but two, two of them, he was like two pounds and three pounds over the limit. Yeah, no belt on the line. Yeah, no belt on the line. But the last one, he actually fought at 34. He's been calling out Roley and Tank a lot. And. (laughs) Are you not ready? Um, Roley, Yes. Mm. Ready for rolling, mm. definitely. Honestly, and because you've trained with Bullet, you've also gotten because you're kind of small to get work with Roly though. Did y'all? I, I, I've worked with Roly before, before after after I got done. Uh, when I w- it was actually with Gil before I went to my pro fight. I actually he needed some work. I forgot what fight he was getting ready for. He needed some work, and he came down to our gym, and it was. Me, no, no, no. It was Max Orlenas that was still training with us at the moment. Um, Joseph Macedo and me. So he did. So Max Orlenas is a one eighteen pounder. That's what he fought at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he got some sparring with Max. Max put it on him, like those two rounds that they did. Joseph Macedo and Rolando Romero. They're kind of like friends, so they kind of you know took it easy on themselves and stuff like that. And I went in. And I was just the thing about Roly is that when he fights a stationary fighter, it's an easy fight for him. Like every fighter that stands right in front of him, obviously they're gonna get hit with that right hand. He has a strong right hand, that which is what you gotta be careful for. But if you delete that from him, if you handicap him from that, he ain't got nothing. He's mm. just another fighter. It's crazy though. But aren't you a featherweight? Me, yeah, yeah. So. How much do you walk around at when you like right? You you don't have a fight until p- 
possibly a month from now. So yes. what what do you weigh today? You right now think? I'm at 146. 146 oh, wow. when I check my weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no wonder you're sparring with. See, that's what I'm saying. So you, I might have seen you spar with a 54 pounder and you don't even know it was 54. I swear, man. I feel really? like I... I swear, like I feel, I seen you spar someone fifty four in that gym. That's why when I seen you spar your size, I'm like, I ran <laughs> up to you like, bro, what weight are you? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it didn't make any sense for the person that was in the ring with you. But then I find out he's only one division under you. Yeah. You know. But you seem big. You seem big. You got a Gamboa frame. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to ask, so how many uh, sparring sessions did you and Roly get, or was that the only time? Uh, that's the only time that we we actually sparred. Um, on that sparring session, um, I actually hit him with a really clean body shot. Mm. Like, really clean body shot. He was in the ropes, and then I yeah, saw it in his like face. like body shots. I saw it on his face that, like, kind of he got pale, and I was like, hey, yo, you good? Like, I stopped. I was like, hey, yo, you good? Because I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not a... I'm not an a-hole like that, you know, I'm not like mm-hmm. that. So I look up and I'm like, hey, you good? And then he's just looking there. He's like just standing there and he's like, nah, like, and then he said, I, my diet. I'm like, your diet, what do you mean? <laughs> diet? Like, and um, his, I think it was, uh, it wasn't his coach because Bullet wasn't there. It was, uh, I believe he was with Abraham Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his boy. Yeah, yeah. He was with Abraham Martinez and Abraham pulled him out. And then they left our gym, you know. But the thing is that he couldn't. So you saying you stopped Roly at the at the sparring? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like I'm, I'm not. So have you ever sparred Abram? Because he got a chip I on his shoulder. Did. Holy I actually shit, did. this kid's amazing. <laughs> I actually did when he was training with Salas. Mm. I was uh, went down there. They needed some sparring. I sparred uh, with Abraham, and same thing with like he's a great fighter. He's strong. He is but, strong. But the thing is that when you give him a little bit of an angle, he kind of loses you. Don't get me wrong. He he can move too, but I feel like I was a little bit too fast for him to keep up. So when I hit him with, I hit him with a one-two, and then I moved out of the way, and then he lost me. And then, I'm not going to lie, he caught me with a clean right hand when he had me on the ropes. Where I kind of like, I saw the video, I went back to the video and I see my 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 knees and they buckled a little mm. bit. But when they buckled, I, was, I, I don't know what it was, but I got strength back and I answered back with my left hand. And then I was out of the ropes and then I just started punishing him on the ropes. Mm. Yeah. He was there Wednesday. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was there Wednesday. We were actually supposed to spar, but then he got some. And he's a the, bones fighter now, so you might get him today. No, no, no. Well, I mean, if we do, cool. But wait, you know, I'm not, I'm not tripping. So when they call you, they call you specifically for someone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean, if they want work too, I'll give them work. You know, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, that's mm-hmm. what no, I'm going I, over I, there. You for. don't have to tell me. I seen <laughs> it, brother. You're in that chair because I seen what you can do. Um. So did they tell you a certain amount of rounds they need from you today? No, they haven't told me anything. I'm pretty sure they're gonna tell me once I get over there. I mean, I'm ready for whatever they want. How to long has been since you spot that bones? Wow. With bones. That long, huh? It gets yes, crazy. If Rancis yes, is yes. in there, he's a fucking talker. Rancis. Rancis, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're gonna Rancis Bartholomew. Like yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah, be Bartholomew, cheering yeah, yeah. or not cheering, but like giving direction. They're, you know? they're, they're, they're cool people though. Like, yeah, yeah, Rancis, yeah. I train them. I, I, I love I love them. You know, they're both of them are really, really fucking like funny. Funny. They're funny. I I, I love them because I understand the way that they're little slang and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, I love them, you know. 
Yeah, man. What do you think about Rancis Bartholomew taking on uh, Gary Antoine Russell? That fight's official now. 140. On that fight, you sparred I, Rancis? I haven't. No, uh, no, no. My brother has, though. Okay. My brother, uh, Joey, he has. Um, How many fights your brother has? Uh, I think he's 10 and 0 now. He's Pro? 10, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, Same manager? Nine KOs. Uh, no, he actually has a different manager up in Colorado. Have I met him? Maybe. He's not. He's not been a top rank, right? No, no, no. I, well, actually, he has, but it was a long time ago. It was a while back, so I'm not too sure if you guys. So is he not him. fighting, or he is fighting? He's fighting now. Currently, he's gonna fight. Uh, I'm actually gonna be on his undercard for the Colorado fight in August. So that fight is gonna be in a. I already got a fight. It's just that we're looking for an opponent. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's 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 what we're waiting for now. Okay. Wait. So your brother's the main event. Yeah. Oh wow. So what? Your brother's like the star in the family. He's or the, he just started first. He's the one. Well, he's been. He never quit boxing. Mm. He was always boxing. And what's know? his name? Joey Borrero. Never seen him. Yeah, yeah. So he's. They're building him up in Colorado. So that's why. Oh, he lives out there. Yeah, he lives out there. So they're building up out there. Um, his he's actually doing really good. Uh, they're taking really good care of him. So, you know, who's he working with? Um, his coach, I believe, is called Raúl Otajara. Mm. It's the one that he's uh, his coaches. Yo, um, Crawford's out there. What weight is your brother? Uh, he fights at one thirty-five. Mm, yeah, small. yeah, yeah. He's six one though. Sheesh. El hijo de Dios. Hijo de Dios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my brother. Oh wow, that's crazy. Six one. Same mother and father. Yes. Wow. Because yeah. you're not no. anywhere <laughs> near six one. I'm the I'm the I'm the average size Latino American. You know, five set, five six. So. But I want to go back to the Keith Hunter man. I was just in the gym with him the other day. How was that work? Oh, it was good, man. It was good work. Um, Did you find it difficult to get past his length, or was that not an issue? Because I feel like it could. <coughs> excuse me. I feel like it could, and it can't be for you. Obviously, you being short, it could be a problem. But you being short can keep you low, low, yeah, and yeah. you get in quicker. So first round, I was trying to, I was trying to like kind of read what he was doing and stuff like that. Um, so my thing is with a taller fighter, I like punishing the body because mm. there's no point in me reaching up, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the body's right there. Mm-hmm. So I stay low. I use my feint. I work in, um, the thing is that sometimes my bad habit is I jump in, I mm. jump into the punch. I don't, you know, walk set it up with a jab, set it up with a jab sometimes where he caught me off guard and hook or straight 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 because i was jumping in mm. it didn't hurt it just like a flash you know flash punch like for, uh, he caught me off balance he caught me midair you got winning headgear uh no 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 i got ringside okay yeah ringside open yeah i yeah. gotta see it again yeah so he caught me with a right hand coming in on the ropes which it didn't hurt nothing like that um it just a punch that i didn't see coming at the time and i was already jumping in so midair he caught me um, kind of sat me down, and I was like, "All right." So I got right back up, and wait, I was like, wait, sat you down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I, I'm, oh, I admit what shit. he said. He did on the sparring, you know, because M- Wednesday, this fucker right here is his fault. He got hot. <laughs> Wednesday, he put you down. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I mean, look, sparring is sparring. Better yeah, than yeah. sparring than in the real fight. Yeah, that's what they, I'm saying. It ain't learned. no box wreck for sparring. <laughs> but shout out to you for being so fucking uh, straightforward with it, yeah, like no, nothing. No, no. At first, I thought put you down with some sort of sl- uh, slang. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. He put yeah. you down. I'm like, no, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. He. 
He gave me a good left uh, right hand, sat me down, and then I got. But it didn't hurt. It was like a flash knockout, so I got this right back a, up. That's this was in in top rank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday. That you must have got mad. Um, I wasn't mad. It'd be a lot of people there. I wasn't as mad. I was just more like, all right, I did something wrong. I gotta fix it. So what? Oh, you said it already. You jumped in. I, I jumped in, so I was like, you know what? Let me sit back on my punches a little bit more. Let me get comfortable. But you are back. 26, though. So he, if he's 35, he's got, he's probably fucking 47 right now. He don't got to fight. And man, he might. He might. He might. They're trying to put together a show. They're trying to put together a show. Uh, damn. I mean, they have they, they asked me for some sparring, so I'm pretty sure he's getting ready for a fight. Yeah, they no, they, they are trying up. to put together a show. Yeah, they have they something are. lined up. I think they just pushed the date back. What they said, June, July, it was second, and now it's the ninth, maybe. No, so yeah, he was gonna be on that. The card for the second got pushed to a date that has yet to be determined. Okay, and then the ninth is something else. Yeah. Yeah, look, they, see, they're saying you got nothing to hide. You're a real stand-up dude. Because this is obviously live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well <laughs> as uh, podcast. Uh, wow. Fucking Keith, huh? I miss yeah, that. No, man. He, I like being in there, man. I love a, it. People are like, oh, you guys, what do you mean you work 15 hours? They don't understand that. We come here for uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, but then from here, we're like in every gym. Because, look, you don't have a promoter. You know, yeah. uh, it could have took my audience another two years to get to know you you know yeah, if i yeah, wasn't yeah. in that gym seeing what i'm seeing um so yeah man it's 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 a it's a yeah, blessing yeah, yeah. to be allowed in there and you guys let us watch you work and you know uh, and i appreciate you guys for having me here you know it's a real real good opportunity real blessing oh, thank you, know, you man i, I hope you uh thank you brother it's funny we actually work with a management team uh but he's fucking so busy right now they got a fight you know jeremiah milton from out here right the heavyweight uh dreads He's been on top rank. It sounds familiar. So I probably he have trains seen him. at um, Not City, Mayweather Gym. Mayweather, I probably have. Um, All right, you know Shane. Shane, yeah, that's yeah. his fighter. Okay. Yeah, actually, oh. that's funny because Shane is with Bones too. Okay. Yeah, Bones is his trainer. Also, his other fighter is Jamal Pemberton. Jamal, tall kid. Tall. I don't think he's local to here, but he lives out here now. Okay. Him and Jeremiah actually live together. Uh, who else does uh, Mike have? I'm trying to think. Oh, I know you know Quoctavius Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his fighter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I probably seen him around. Yeah, yeah definitely. I probably seen him around. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Give you the number, man. Okay, for sure. Thank you, man. He actually is Missouri, right? That's where they're going for Jeremiah. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah's fighting in Missouri, so that's where he's at. And, believe it or not, he had amazing success with this creator class shit. I know people don't know because we're like boxing, but they did some other YouTube fighting thing Mm -hmm. that didn't, obviously it doesn't have the reach of a Jake Paul, but they sold like 4 million. They made like 4 million, fucking sold a hundred and something thousand pay-per-views. That shit got really big. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it got very, very big. So, being from here, locally, too, ever got work with Devin? Yes. Oh. I actually worked with Devin Haney also. How long ago? Uh, it was about a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I forgot what fight he was getting ready for. A year JoJo? Ago? No, a year ago would have been Leonidas. Uh, I think it was. No, no, no. Nah. No, no. They probably would have used him for something else. It was for some. Yeah, maybe it was the Dominican? a different fight. Maybe the Dominican? 
I mean, after Linares was JoJo, but before Linares, he was Gamboa. Hmm. I say he got that Gamboa for him. <laughs> but I, nah, but you're more Mexican yeah, than Gamboa. Yeah, Gamboa's yeah. more, more, I want to be more slick. Elusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but with Devin, it was, it's it's no joke what they say, you know, about his jab. It keeps you at bay. Hmm. Um, but once what I, would you have done different though? Because you've been in there. How'd you get past it, or was it? Camboso, get past it. Camboso, the thing with him, he didn't change his game plan mid-fight. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do the same thing, the same thing. Even at the last round, he kept the same pace. He didn't try to even like go forward or nothing mm-hmm. like that. No sense of different. urgency. No. Um, the thing with Devin, he's gonna outbox you all day. So you have to work his jab. Out of, because his best weapon is his jab, trying to keep you at bay. If you could try, if you could get that out of the way, then how do you get a jab it. out the way? So you gotta come in, head moving, in an angle, parry the jab, move it to the top, go down to the body, come back on top with a hook, move out of the way. If you create an angle where he loses you, you already got him because there's nothing else that he. You could keep do. saying that he loses you. I've never heard that term. What does that mean to you? So basically. It's like uh, with Manny Pacquiao when he fights his fighters. Whenever he's fighting, you always see that he creates an angle. And that fighter has to reset to get to where he's at. Mm -hmm. At that time that he resets, that time that he resets, that little split second that he's resetting, that's the time where you come in and attack. That's what I mean by losing you because he's you're he lost sight of you, so he has to find you again. He has to reset. But that that's gonna be hard with the the foot movement of of Devin Haney. You know, like he has phenomenal foot movement. and athleticism. You see so, how much he was dipping yeah, under. Yeah, yeah. So fucking to, crazy. And I mean, I felt that he had great foot movement in the in the Cambosos fight. That no, yeah, he did. He's so, a, he looked so, really know, good. To create angles on him is gonna be very hard. I feel like. Well, I mean, especially the thing is, especially like to enough. Like and to be able to do that enough to be successful, you know, in a twelve round fight. Yeah, that's that that too. You gotta keep a certain pace. You gotta. But the thing with me is because I'm left handed, he's right handed. I believe you know his back is closer to my jab hand. So what I do is I feint my jab. I go left hand to the body and then I roll whatever he's gonna throw with his jab because that's what's gonna come through. I'm not really worried about his right hand because he's not going to throw it from the angle that I throw because I'm already moving to his jab hand. So what I do is I just roll and I pivot and I push his shoulder back. So that way he kind of loses me. And by the time that he's resetting, that's where I come in and throw my throw my another punch, another combination. Mm. So how many times did you guys spar? Uh, I only spar. I sparred him twice, I believe it was. Twice. Um, first time it caught me off guard because... Uh, I was actually there to get some spar to watch sparring. I wasn't there to spar, but I had my stuff in the Yo, car. Why did I? In, I heard that differently. That you were dared to spar, not that oh. you were there to watch sparring. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Trav. Yeah, yeah, I was I was there to watch and watch uh watch and spar one of our other guys. Um, but then uh, I don't know what happened that. Somebody didn't show up and they were like, hey, is anybody in here that could give us some work? And we were like, I'll give you some work. You know, we'll we'll jump in. I'll go get my stuff in the car. You know, I had my stuff in the car. So we went in there, got in the ring. Now, the thing about Devin that when he spars, he doesn't do three-minute rounds. He does five-minute rounds. So I was like, all right, how many rounds do you guys want? I believe he wanted like about five, five rounds. 
five, five, five minute rounds. Five minute yeah. rounds. And at first, I was like five minute five five rounds for a twelve round fight. You know, I was like, all right, that's cool. Let's do it. You know. And then he's like, uh, I believe it was his pops. His pops uh, walked over to to me and my coach. He was like, oh, but we're doing five minutes. I was like, kind of caught me off guard, but I was like, you know what? I'm already in here. Let's do it. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So when we went in there, I did all five minutes, five rounds with him and everything. And the hardest thing about him, it was just getting past that jab. Once I got past that jab, it was it was a different, different story for me once I was working on the inside. Like with Combosos, I feel like if he would have put a little bit more pressure and would have done a little bit more than what he did, he it would have been a... I still feel like Devin Haney had that in the bag, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, Devin Haney's a great fighter. It's true what they say. He, does, he doesn't have a lot of power behind his punches, but just his jab makes you reset a lot. When he throws his jab, you got to reset. And then he pops you with another jab. And then he pops you with another jab. And he has a pretty fast jab. So it's really hard to read. To read. Do you feel that he has improved, you know, since you sparred him? Because yes. I feel that he, you know, they talk about the Leonidas fight. And I felt he was pitching a shutout until he got caught, right? And then they talk about the JoJo fight and, you know, them fighting on the inside and having those exchanges. I felt that this was probably better than those two performances, so I feel like they've gotten better. So I'm just curious from no, yeah, he's definitely gotten a lot better. Like um, with Devin, he's just always improving. Like his coach, his coaching is, you know, he has different trainers. So every different trainer sees something wrong with him, and they're gonna tell him, "Hey, look, let's work on this," and that's what they work on. And he takes those things that he he learned, and he. Uses some in a fight. Yeah, it puts it together. Yeah, which I feel like if I would spar Devin Haney now, maybe I'll have a little bit more trouble. I don't know because I have to be in the ring with him. But by the time that I was there, you know, it's it's what I was doing. Right. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually I actually even got in the ring uh, with Jorge Linares too. Oh, wow. I sparred with Jorge Linares Yo, who too. haven't you sparred with? <laughs> well, he's in Vegas and he's local. I just... Yeah. No, but I know. How many fighters do we get in here? Oh, so you no, it's that he's got bro again. You're here because I see it. Bro. He's <laughs> no. got he's got a heart, man. Yeah. Like, bro, my man's still ducking me. I know that's fucking insane. And Watches see, I, all our no, stories, and but I told ducking. You, and I told you that's sad too. That's crazy because I, I like you, him. I told you, I'm like, yo, you know, you just know. No, but that, but there's an example. You know, uh, I don't have to name names, but you know, you can't live in Vegas. And not have sparring. Yep. I don't care if you've been here. I've been here three months. I could have. The first minute I walked in the bones, they mistake me for a heavyweight. Like, yo, we need you to spar. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hold up. Crazy. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, how you not getting sparring? And uh, and I don't mean you. I mean this other person. So I gave him a bunch of numbers. Oh, and, there, and there's there's everybody. Oh, there's work everywhere. everywhere you go to everywhere. any gym, there's going to be work. Anywhere. Oh, yeah. Bro, I saw somebody that doesn't even fight. And they're like, no, you're right. It's three dudes in top rank Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They don't fight. They don't have amateur records. They're not professionals. They get the spar in the top rank gym every day. You notice them? You know who they are? Uh, I don't think the so. The camera guy, he spars. Oh, really? Fucking yeah. Freddie spars, bro. Wow. 
I didn't know that. Every sparring <laughs> Every sparring day, my man spars, bro. But you get what I'm saying? They're novices, so they spar with each other. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like they're still learning. They're still doing it the right way, but they but spar. There's, but there's they're still work. finding yeah. sparring. There's it's always, always work. fucking work in Las and the Vegas. Thing, and the thing is that if they say there's no work right now, they know somebody that come in. Hell you know? yeah. So there's always people. Like yeah. um, like uh, my, my latest camp that I was on was um, with... Nonito Donaire mm. was uh with Don with Nonito when he fought not the I think it was three fights ago. I forgot the name of the guy that he fought. Podcast is intended for mature audience. I forgot I forgot who Sorry. who it is that we that he fought. Um WBC title holder. Oh uh Ubali. Yes, Ubali. He wanted me he, I did the training camp with for him for with Ubali. Mm. Um and it was just you know, amazing work with with Nonito because he's really good. He's a really good fighter. His footwork is different, and I'm not gonna lie that that hook is no joke. That hook is no because we had headgear on, 16 ounce gloves. He hit me with that hook, and I felt it. I was like, "Whoa, all right." So I had to sit down a little bit more. I was like, "All right, I gotta brace myself for that." Hmm. Yeah, but he's. I, I love Nonito, his wife, his family, you know, amazing people. I met, uh, I believe he's always with Jesse Vargas, too. Met Jesse yeah, Vargas Jesse was out there with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He took to pictures Jesse. and everything. What did you think of his fight? Did you expect that? Oh, no, man. I did not. You know, I thought, I thought if anything, it was going to go all 12 rounds. I thought, I thought Nonito had it in the bag, honestly, man. Mm. Like, with the way he was fighting his last fight, he fought his last fight, dropping with a body shot. Like, man, I thought I thought he was gonna be a different story. But then again, Eno is not no joke either, man. Like he's always working, always improving. Like I'm not too sure if you guys looked up any videos of him working out. He has a crazy workout regimen. Like mm. he he does different stuff every day. It's not the same conditioning. It's not the same strength. It's always like different stuff that his pops has him do. So he's an all around. Pound for pound, I believe he's going to be a pound for... He should be a pound for pound great right now, honestly. He's definitely on most people's lists. Um, did you hear that they broke into his house while he was fighting Nonito? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. It's know. crazy. It sucks. It does, man. These Pe- people... People crazy, man. Yeah, just don't respect. Nope. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, I think that's all yeah. my questions. You have any more? Um, no, just let, uh, let the fans know your social media, Instagram, or wherever they can follow you, keep up with you in your career, and, you know. Yeah, you could just uh, go on to Instagram, Twitter. If you guys got TikTok, follow me on TikTok, too. Um, it's La Brucena, that's uh, L-A underscore B-R-U. Wait, Q-U. what? Yeah, yeah, La Brucena. What's that mean? That's, um, so my grandpa used to call me that when I was little. He called me, he used to call me Brucena. It's basically, uh... Uh, a crab, a so, crab, a crab. Yeah, okay. yeah. In Puerto Rico, that's that's what a crab is, la brucena. Oh. so that's why he got me the nickname. I don't know why he used to call me that, but Haiba I don't is love crab it. for us. I think Haiba. Yeah, what do you call crab? Can- Cangrejo. Cangrejo. We use that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a uh, la brucena. So it's L A underscore B R U Q U E N A. Uh, that's on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, if you guys want to follow me there, um, 
you know i'm always updating people on more and more on instagram i'm more active on instagram mm -hmm. so that my Me next too. fight date is gonna be on that you know all right mm -hmm. well we'll be right back after this quick intermission we're gonna go ahead and take a picture and uh we'll, be back we'll be right back what up what up what up ladies and gents looks like we're back and uh we're still scheduled to have some more people in studio i believe and uh we are available to take calls in the meantime if anybody wants to call in and maybe voice their opinion and you know on the episode itself the topic the guests be my guests and uh, raise your hand if you're on Discord. Don't forget you can also press number one on Blog Talk. Uh, Danny, what's up, champ? What up, brother? So what you think of that interview, huh? Put nah. you on? Did I put you on? No, nah, I mean, obviously I saw him spar, but oh, yeah. Oh, no, shit. Did it, you? Yeah. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was some good shit right there. Yeah, I didn't even know. Look, see, um, I only had seen what I seen. I didn't know he had been working with all those people, and, and and it's and it's evident. It's evident, you know. You can't be in the ring with all the names that he named and uh, not look good, you know. Shout out to my man, okay, Jalen Phillips. That's Bo's man. I ain't gonna take credit. Bo Bo did that, but Jalen was looking good, man. Shout out to Mister Phillips, man. He, you know. I would be very grateful if I could be part of that turnaround story. If he's like the next Tevin, like, mm. bro, he got a serious double jab, let me tell you. <laughs> he The way he popping that up and to the midsection is, is trouble for people over there, which is crazy because he's not supposed to be doing that. But, uh, yeah, man, good, good Good. Just want to guess. We got a bunch of super chats. If you want to jump on it, yeah, jump Jam, on it. Before I get to that, just want to remind everybody that is tuned in to smash the like button. Make sure to subscribe. We are trying to reach our next goal of one hundred and fifty thousand <clears throat> subs. Fitty, aka Ferrari. So come on, people, smash that shit. I said by the end of July, looking like we could. If if y'all really love us, we could hit that by the end of this month. I think so. Do you? I, Smash that like button. I agree. But yes, we do have some super chats. Go ahead. Third time's a charm? Nah, you know what? I'll just go ahead and tell you. I'm working in the back end. Somehow, I forgot to upload yesterday's podcast. Both of them. So yeah, I'm, I'm downloading all the episodes and uploading as we, you know, talk. So it's, it's kind of like a whistle while you work situation here you all know good saying? we got a five dollar super chat from boxing saying oscar gives this fight his good recognition with mexican casuals when oscar said he had a mexican to beat canelo surdo ramirez my dad became interested hmm. adam torres senior with a five dollar super chat saying quit spending every day trying to convince people that they can't beat Devin haney uh, we just asked him maybe, about his maybe, sparring. maybe, maybe, maybe you should just leave. Simple, you know, because I've been seeing a lot of that. Oh, it's the Haney voice. It's like, for one, he just undisputed. For two, we had a relationship with them. And uh, I don't see any excessive Haney talk. Like he just undisputed in a foreign country. We're asking guests their thoughts on their performance. You don't like it, don't come back. 
It's very simple. Mm. Eight Crown Seven Nine with a four ninety nine super chat. He says, "Remember yesterday, I said if Tank studied Duran and Chavez head and waist movement, it can help get inside of that jab, but also faint like Duran used." Hmm. I guess uh, we'll have to wait and see, right, for that one. Because he wants Tank to study Duran, right? Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But once again, although my next go is 150, we are only 63 away. Got windy, huh? Yeah, 63 away from 145. 63 people? From 145. Oh, 45. Oh, 45,000, not 445. 145, yeah. Oh, wow. So we are 63 away. Let's go. We need 63 people that, uh, you know, that care. <laughs> he said that care. Yeah, if you care, you know, if you care about our growth and you, you want to see us get to the next level, subscribe. tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe. You know, I have no shame. Grab your kids' iPads, you know, go ahead and pop a little subscribe on there too. It doesn't matter. Yo, am it's I actually going to help I, with my demo. Am I late? Uh, to what? The, the party? Yeah. Which that, one? That we verified on YouTube? Yeah, that's all. Oh, why? That's all. We need to be verified everywhere, but, you know, everything at its time. In due time, in due time. Mm-hmm. But you guys know the number to call, and if you don't, it is 425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Hotline. Don't forget to add Nestor Gibbs on no longer over there, but on Discord is what I really meant to say. Trav, what's up? Is that down for the day? Uh, no, we still have Discord and Blog Talk. It's just you're going to have to just trust me when I say Oh, it. so you get to see it yeah. though. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. So who's uh, available on uh, uh, we Discord? Got a, we got nobody on Discord. We got a 347 with his hand raised on Blog Talk. All right. Let me see if I can see it over her because 347 pro- probably is Harlem. Harlem? Yeah, I mean, it could be the BX, but I mean, I think it's a 347 from Harlem that calls in. But I could be wrong. And we're scheduled to have who else on the show today? Hasim Rahman. Father and son. Father and son. Legends in in the building. In the building. Would that be our second legend? I mean, no. Julian. We we had the hug. Now we have (laughs) Rahman. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Second ledge. All right. Let me see. Three, four, seven happens to be MMA champ in Brooklyn. Yeah, I didn't know that. What up? Yo, 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 what's going on? I want to say um, good job on your guys' interview. I didn't know who this guy was at first, but you know, I'm going to. Uh, keep looking out for him, you know, he sparred uh, the top guys. But also with this Oscar De La Hoya thing, I want to say, um, listen, I think he should sell the company, but it depends who he's selling it to, because at the end of the day, right, he has fighters like Munguia, he has Franco, he has Ryan Garcia, Bechtermere, Malacuzia. You know, he has good fighters. He has Ortiz, too. I mean, and... But he's, like, fumbling the bag. Like, look what uh, Canelo, you know, he fumbled the bag with Canelo. Canelo sued him. And also, Ryan Garcia was complaining about 
the money that he's getting from Golden Boy. Also, he had a lot of big fighters, um, Wilder and stuff like that, and they all left him, went to the PBC, you know. So, and I mean, a Mangia, Mangia is a world champion. It's not like Mangia is some type of, um, you know, prospect anymore. He beat Saddam Ali. He he's a, he was a champion, right? And I mean, he's fighting. Yeah, like he's fighting guys nobody knows. Yeah, man, I don't know why they got the kid gloves on Mongia still, but if you're on Blog Talk and you feel like you want me to go to you, how about you press the numero uno one time, indicating to us that you're ready to rock and roll and we can go ahead and go to you. We got, we got Big Fish Vega. Uh-oh. Is that a crocodile? Um, On Discord. All right. Let the little fish go. So that we can catch the big fish later. Mm-hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worldweight Division. WBC and IBF Welterweight Champion of the World. At the end of the day, I'm a way better fighting Terrence Proper. TheBoxingBoys.com. Be in Terrence Proper on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street. Then we come and have the proper. 640 or 730 wherever we give them. Say something else. Say something else. Big Fish Vega. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement. It's a lifestyle. Good morning. Can you hear me? We hear you. We hear you. All right. Good. I'm home. So using my reception ain't that good. Uh, in regards to the topic, uh, I mean, you already know with De La Hoya, Al Heyman going back to, you know, the the mid 20, uh, 2010s, they had that split. Al Heyman took a lot of the fighters that were fighting under Golden Boy. I can't really put too much into what he says. Uh, you know, but if you look at Golden Boy, you see the fighters they have. Uh, you know, the four big ones, uh, Munguil, Ramirez, Virgil Ortiz, and Ryan Garcia. I mean, they've been fighting top competition. Um, they fought better competition before the signing with Golden Boy, uh, you know, minus Ryan Garcia since he was a prospect. Um, yeah, I just don't, don't put much into it. Uh, you know, I would love to see Charlo versus Munguia. This fight here, I mean, it's above the middleweight uh, limit at 164, I believe. Uh, you play the audio before. One time, uh, De La Hoya says he knows who Jimmy Kelly is. Another time, he don't. Uh, I mean, I hope he does sell because these are uh, pretty good fighters, and uh, I think they deserve more. Uh, we see Munguia, we've heard Munguia sign the contract, uh, and then you know, Golden Boy, the zone, whatever. Stepped in, it seemed, and wanted wanted more for themselves uh, instead of taking a chance. And that's what you want to see. These fighters take chances, uh, just like Devin Haney did. And, and look what he's able to do now. Now he's undisputed. Uh, I know it's not always easy for them to do, but uh, that's what we want to see, man. And Swift, I'm going to do your picture. Who next? We got JMac504 on Discord. JMac504. You say you the big fist. I'm looking for you. Nigga, a fist. Get his tail out of his butt. He'll fight you. You are watching a master at work. Oh, this is, this is a to close it. Target, break, baby. When I stop him, y'all gonna say you was too weak. Oh, big in the motherfucker, man. We ain't gonna be able to fire your punk ass. Ah, you wanna bet
like what I said, nigga, do something fucking about it. No. 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 Give me the towel. Give me the towel. SDS promotion. Get ready for the back attack. Yo. Yo. Can you hear me? You're going in and out. That's wild. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, we're going to come back to Crazy. you. Yeah, we're going to have to come back. Who else is out there? We have a 707 on Blog Talk. 707 is Bush Doctor. What up? Humble County. What up from the ganja farm, y'all? Was goody. Just wanna just wanna give a quick holler. You guys are just killing it. These last two, three days, just killing it, y'all. Keep doing your thing. All right, brother. All right, Thank, bro. you. Thank you. Can't bro. wait to meet, champ. You got me over here desperate now. I'm ready to I'm ready to see what what, what, what fine, you know, <laughs> delicatessens you're growing over there in Humble County. Oh, word. Can, am I still on the line? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you already know, man. I'm just busy planting my greenhouses right now. I got 20 greenhouses on plants. So. Jesus. I'm going to come in as soon as my work gets freed up, like I, like I already told you, man. I'll hold you boys down. Just uh, just give me a minute to get my, my crop planted so so I got weed for the whole next year, too. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, you yeah. know it. What a job. I'll be All right. You already know. All right, champ. Keep uh, growing the green, you know? Hell, yeah. All right. Uh Damn, 20 greenhouses. He must have so many acres. See what I'm saying? That's you know, crazy. I always think I always like think I know my audience and I don't. My man has to own so many acres. From truck drivers to weed farmers. I'm telling you. To For doctors, bro. I remember I was to in pastors. Fort, yeah, I was in Fort Lauderdale once, bro, and uh one of my listeners was a fucking surgeon. Had me in his penthouse and shit. Oh shit! Serious? Do you think he listens to the boxing voice? My accountant. Surgery? My accountant listens to the. Sh- is, he was. A, he was a listener. Oh shit! That's how you found your accountant, <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. My lawyer is a listener. Oh, that's how you found your lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. My lawyer, not my criminal attorney, fellas. My, uh, you know, business attorney that I use, like especially for this. Yeah. Right. Mm. Listener. You know it. So uh, I can never, ever, you know, stop thanking this this show. It's been insane. I've met, you know, so many different people from all different walks of life and parts of the country. It's uh, It's been quite a ride. I tell you that right now. Quite a ride. Anyone is next? Uh, we got True Roll Tide on Discord. Wait, are they here? It's for eight. No, they're not here? You didn't get the call? Not yet. I'm about to dip on Danny. Danny, how would you do if you held it down alone? If I just walked out? Easy. Like, I got to roll. Then you got to do both interviews. Bro. I'm telling you straight, Danny. We straight. Who that? Danny got got this, man. Roll Tide. What up, C-Dub? Nah, nah, nah. What up, C-Dub? What's good? What's good, man? Danny gonna be able to hold it down, man. Let's let's go ahead, man. We got this. It's all good. Ain't no problem. Man, I gotta get this <laughs> anger management knocked off, man. Yeah, man. Go go ahead and do that, man. You know, there's always somebody gonna try to knock you off and ruin your joy, man. 
send you to jail, knock you off your, your business. I hope you uh, don't make that mistake again, man. You know, it's TBV needs you, your family needs you, and um, you know, it just it just not. It's just not suitable for business no more, man. You know, you slap slap people. You ain't lying. <laughs> when you had to slap somebody just for, you know, because people going to be disrespectful. You just got to walk away. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. So, uh, yeah, man, shout out TBV. Smash. Hit the, hit the like button. It's free. Devin, I don't know what's wrong with people. Like, like um, Devin did win the Undisputed. So expect the topic to be about Devin at least for the first week. I don't know people just nonsense. Said celebrate, get a man his flowers. Legendary, undisputed, youngest that ever do it. We know T.O., we know that shit was fake. It wasn't the real undisputed. So get a man his flowers, man. Shit. Like, know about the, the business, and but why do you think or why do anybody else think that Jamel didn't fight Maggie? Not because Maggie is not ready, not because Maggie is not on championship level. Because they want the they don't want the money train to stop. They that that Latino dollar is too good, man. How many more how many how many more fights can we squeeze out this to keep this money going? Because once because once Jamal see him, it's over. I mean, it ain't over over, but he's going to get stopped. So the bag ain't gonna look the same. So mm-hmm. it's all it's, it's all about the money, man. It's all about finances. But you know, we still gonna have fun with it, and still you know not let it ruin. You know the boxing conversation, but you know we all know what it is about. Just like why AJ ain't fight Wilder, they didn't want the money train to stop. <laughs> yeah, shout out TBV, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, it looks like our guests will be here in a few a few minutes. We'll be joining us live on air. Uh, Travis, who we got next? We have a. We could try to do JMac five hundred four again. Let's see if your internet's better, bud. Yo, can y'all hear me? A little better. Yep. Uh, I was going in and out, and I kept on un- un- putting my hand down and raising it up, thinking I had a guy finally in the clear, so I had raised it up. I mean, um, Devin Haney is definitely worth talking about. We've definitely been hearing a lot of people hating on him for the last years. The email championship, um, talking about he ain't fight nobody and what have you. So what he did and what he accomplished uh, uh, last weekend is definitely worth mentioning. He's an undisputed champion, and I mean he's a man. But if we want to thank somebody as a star or of a division, or he's the best or whatever, he still got to see Devin Haney because Devin Haney has every he has all the titles and he is the man. For his Cholo and McGill, that my hater, my hater uh, jacket. I want to say, of course, Elham got in the way of that fight, but I don't know about that. McGill have ducked and dodged quite a few fighters. He's been mandatory for Andrade. I don't know if he, I think he's been a mandatory for Cholo as well, too. And and it seemed like Golden Boy doing him the same way they're doing with Ryan. They keep holding their hand, don't want to let him walk across the street. I mean, what y'all, what y'all take on it? What you said about it? And that's because I just hopped on the show. I don't know that we could believe Oscar, man. I don't know that we could believe him. Danny. Yeah, no, same. I mean, just a history of lies. He just got done saying it was a, a 10 figure, which is a billion or better offer to buy the company. He said there was going to be 12,000 at Munguia's fight. Uh, he said that he didn't know who Munguia was fighting. And then, and then the next day at the press conference says he's been studying Jim Kelly a lot. So, yeah, you know, yeah, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar be on not one. notable. 
he not know the ball, he not reliable. So, like I said, something might have fell short, but I won't put it on L this time with Jamal, even though Jamal ain't fighting no fucking body. That's my call. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that it's true, but there could be some truth to it. You know, Charlo's still an undefeated fighter that hasn't had an opportunity with Canelo, and he's someone that people want to see with Canelo. So, you know, Munguia is high risk. You know, he throws a lot, a lot of punches. I don't think Great. anybody I don't think anybody would pick Munguia over Charlo, but No, no. But who we got next, Trev? Uh we have Oh, so you fucked happened? up, yeah. Uh we have a seven one four on blog talk. Seven one four on blog talk. What is the seven one four? Who is it? You know you can name people on Blog Talk. You can put their little names on there. Yeah, but you have to do that every time instead of the stupid system remembering them. That's true. Fair so enough. corny. They should have caller ID. It's like 2022. You know? It is 2022. They're fucking crazy, bro. It's true. They're out of control. Javier in Anaheim, what up? Yo, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, um... I was going to tell you, next time you get anybody calling in saying that Teofimo was uh, undisputed, you, just, you should just hang up on him, dude. Like, that's something people should know. Like, you shouldn't have to explain that shit to anybody. But, um, hey, when's the last time you've seen a promoter, like, uh, get so much hate? Like, Oscar, you know, I know I know he's fishy, like, kind of fucking crazy-ass cokehead. But dude did really kind of make it better for all the, all the fighters and Nobody like nobody wants to work with him, you know. I mean, it's just uh, I find that kind of crazy. Yeah, but in the same token, it's like, bro, we can't keep talking about like something good you did ten years ago when, like, clearly, like his fighters aren't progressing, his fighters aren't growing. Like, what are we doing? But you don't you don't think they're making money? Like, I, I know as far as like uh, as far as like the competition goes, that's fine. But you know. Uh, you're giving Al Heyman credit for paying his fighters. I mean, yeah, but at least at least fights are happening. At least at least he's putting in fighters in like Earl didn't become world champion and then, you know, fight fucking chop chop Corley. You get what I'm saying? Like this no, shit's no, I, disgraceful. I know, but, 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 but yeah, but but to some degree, do you think it's 100 percent his fault? I mean, like, I, it, it, I'd say there's some truth. To what he said that that you know he tries to make fights with other fighters and they kind of don't want to they don't want to work with them. Okay, one time, right? Two times. Mungia's had like fucking well, eight you... fights since he upset ten fights since he upset Saddam Ali. So it's like he has after Saddam Ali defended one time against Liam Smith. Everybody else after that but, has been you know like we... who. Hey, let me ask you this last thing. Do you think you think if he tried to make the Charlotte fight, you think that 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 they would make it? I I I truly would like BBC to believe side. so. I'm just like, yeah, and I'm saying I'm saying I'm, I, true. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not being biased like throwing throwing the, uh, like the ball in anybody's court, like trying to put the blame on it. I'm, I'm literally just asking you guys that question. You know, like trying to be objective. Uh-huh. Do you really think that it's a hundred percent his fault? Ninety nine percent. And like I said, and the, right. and the reason I say that is because it's like 
okay, one time, two times, but how many fucking times? Like, it's been time and time and time again. And it's not just with him. Like, Virgil's about to fight Michael Mickinson. Like, you get what I'm saying? And he Virgil's, pro- Virgil's probably the one doing better. He's the one probably doing better. Ryan just got done with to go going into Fortuna, who just got beat up by JoJo. Like, come on. But but to be fair too, but a lot of I know I know PVC ventures out every now and then, but for the most part they are only fighting their own fighters, you know. But see the the thing with that is at least they have the fighters. You you even even though like you get what I'm saying, we've been yeah, having. But that's what I mean. How how much fault does he get for not being able to have the fighters? Most of the dudes, you know, you know what it is. It's like the majority of the people. What's it called? The just want to work without Heyman. Like, how much of that's his fault? You know. I mean, I mean? Like, it's all his fault. It's all his fault because had he not fucked it up, had he not fucked it up, then the fighters would still be with him. No, no, no. But you forget. You forget. You do have an after effect of what happened and when they did him dirty. Like, like uh, I know they went to legation, but you know, you know damn right they did the dude rat- wrong. You know, like fucking uh, not signing the fighters and shit. The dude thought he had his fighters. There is an after effect after that shit happened. Everybody was just going to PBC. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like. How much of it is his fault? I don't think it's 99%. You know what I mean? I mean, when you got your biggest fighter, when you got your biggest fighter in Canelo, you know, and you're not even able to show up to his fights, like, you know, that's an issue. And, like, Ness literally, yeah, I, Ness I, I literally that, just, Ness, Ness literally just called out uh, Floyd for that. He's like, yo, he should have been there. He should have been posting. He should have been promoting a fight. So no, that, that's good, but that, that's not, that's not that's not what I'm arguing. Like that, 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 I'm good with that. Like, I agree with you with that. What I'm saying is that we go back a few years. Remember, we had all those fighters. They were making these fights. Everybody just going in house. Right. What I'm saying is that there we, there was an after effect of how, how I agree. They did it bad, you know I, what I mean? I, I agree. I agree that there was that after effect, but you know, it's just like I don't know for me. You know, you could always keep it real. Like, my guy, you you know damn well there's not going to be 12,000 people at the Anaheim Center. Not for no, a guy you didn't even no, know, no, no, no. a guy you didn't even know on fucking, on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani. Like, and then the next day you said you've been studying them for a long time. Like, that must have been the longest 24 hours of his fucking life. Yeah. You I know, mean, yeah, those are fair points. That's you, true. You, you know, it's just it's just things like that. Like, yes, you may attempt to make those big fights, but how many times? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I felt that Canelo, Canelo, before he even re-signed the first time, I felt that he had plateaued. Like, I didn't feel Canelo got any bigger. I didn't feel like he was being, yeah, okay, cool. You do the same shit you do every year for the Mexicans, but how is that growing Canelo? Like, make him bigger. You know, and for years we can. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. You too. know, for years we complained about some of those fights uh, that we saw Canelo in, and finally we, you know, we did get those Golovkin fights. But even still, bro, you know, I felt that he had plateaued. But I, I do gotta let you go as we have, uh, you know, gone no, over. I appreciate the time, guys. All right, brother, you appreciate have a good one. Thank you, guys. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, Who we, you got? got? Who you Swift got? Swift out the eight one three. Before you get to Swift okay. out the eight one three, we got Doctor the Zone with the four forty nine saying Devin Haney is a top dog. Crown emoji and forty seven flame emojis. K Cossie with a five dollar super chat saying go to Mungia box rec and look at his uh, opponent's record since he was twenty and zero. Slapping my face emoji. Um, yeah, let's do it. So instead of going out to Swift, we are going to 
go ahead and bring in our last guest of the day. We got the one and only, the legendary Haseen Rockman and Haseen Rockman Jr. in the building. Truly a pleasure to have, you know, uh, both father and son in the building. You know, of course, the former heavyweight champ in the building, whichever side. Whichever side, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. I do apologize as my uh, co-host had to step out for an important call. But good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. We are um, very blessed and fortunate to have you both here in studio with us. How you guys doing? Chaff, you get cut on. We're good. Good morning. Good morning. Thank good you for having us. We appreciate it. No, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, I know it's a little bit early. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit early, but but how you guys doing? We good. Hey, I'm just right. Champ, the rock man. I man, I'm 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 happy you here. I'm happy you here. You know, uh, for 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 us, for me, it's 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 kind of weird because I'm younger, so. I always went back to watch the fights, right? I never got to watch them live. And it's just, it's different, right? It's different when you already know the outcome versus versus watching that. So, Junior, I want to start with you. For you, watching your father fight in his moment and then now going back to watch his fights, is there different? Do you, do you see things now that you didn't see before? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, with boxing, just like everything else in life, the more you do it, the more you learn about it, the, the more you become, more confident you become in it. And um, this is definitely a science. So uh, I, I definitely, definitely, in and out, inside and outside the ring, I see differences and things that happen, you know, throughout his career that that definitely uh, reflect on what happened in the ring. And it uh it definitely stuck with me throughout throughout all the years. It's 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 definitely a, a big difference in what I seen then and what I see now when I watch when I watch it back. Mm. So I wanted to ask you, what was it for you outside of the obvious? I mean, your father being you know a champ, but what was it for you that you knew boxing is is gonna be for me? Boxing is gonna be the road I I the path I choose to go down. Well. I think every boxer kind of goes through that 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 one sparring session where they get hit with a good either a good chin shot or a good body shot, and you just think to yourself, you don't even hear anything. You just think to yourself, like, damn, is this really what I want to do? Is this really what I want to do? Is this really wanna how I want to make my money? And uh, I think for me, the pros outweigh the cons. So I I, I believe in my talent, and I, I believe that. Becoming a champion is something that is in within the realms for me, because if I wasn't gonna be a champion, then I wouldn't do it. So I, I, I looked at it like that. Now, for you coming off your first loss, what has been the biggest takeaway? You know, um, what has been the biggest advice or that pops has been able to give you? You know, I mean, I think alhamdulillah, I thank God for my father because I don't know how this would have went or how anything would have went without him. But uh, the biggest thing is that uh, Allah creates nothing great without first humbling it. So first you have to be humble uh, 
and then you can be great. And not saying that you have to lose in order to be great, but you have to be humble. And <clears throat> it was it was a lost plan for me to be humble that night. So, you know, I took the things that I needed to take from it. I learned. Uh, it's a lesson. It's behind me. And I'm moving forward, looking forward to the next fight. Right. I mean, but humble seems like a punishment. Why do you use the word humble? Were you? Did you feel you were too cocky? Did you feel you were acting bigger than? Um, no, I felt like I was acting within myself, but at the same time, uh, there's, there's things I could have done different. There's, there's, uh, a process that goes into fighting and getting ready for a fight that I could have, um, I could have went about differently. And, uh, you know, I, I took my opponent very serious. I took my training camp very serious, but there's just different things, different ways to do things that, that, that go on in boxing. So, um, like I said, I learned those things, and um, I'll, 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 I hope, I pray never to fall victim to them again. So, you, are you speaking of training camp, or are you just saying life in general? Just in, just everything in general, all around. Not, not one specific thing, but just in general, all around. Just uh, uh, humble myself in the in the terms of um, being totally one hundred percent focused on the fight, being totally one hundred percent focused on the task at hand where I, I can admit I wasn't humble enough to do that. So uh, giving this sport, yeah, everything, that's, that's that's really true. You have to give it everything because if you if you give it 80, if you get it 85, you're going to get 80, 85 results. And th- they don't fly in boxing. You got to be 100% ready every time. How has it been training with your dad? You know, obviously it's not everyone's thing you know some people choose not to change trainers you know, obviously Shane Mosley notoriously left Jack Mosley right uh yeah i think that's one of the most dangerous combinations in boxing um even when you look at the history of boxing i think a father and son uh is something that's 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 very very dangerous um nobody knows me the way i know my father and um i believe that had i listened to everything he said I you 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 most likely be looking at an Olympian world champion right now, as opposed to me trying to do some things my way, some things his way. And if I would have followed his plan from when I first put on a pair of gloves at 14 years old and took it serious, then um, it, it may be a different story. But that wasn't the plan Allah wrote for me, so we're gonna continue on this road to a world title. You keep saying take it serious. So what? Where do you think you were lacking? What department uh, specifically? Well, no, I always took it serious. It's it's uh, some things that that he asked me to do. Sometimes I would think that it was it was like not the right thing, or, or I would see other people doing other stuff and having success. So I would want to try that, or I would want to go to this training camp, or I would want to uh, work with this trainer or do that. But you know, he doesn't credit himself as a trainer. He, he that's my father, so. Uh, he he doesn't boxing train like he don't hold the pads for me or or, or do the actual in the gym boxing training, so that was always a uh, uh, a way to have another coach in to to teach me, cause he he doesn't he does like my conditioning and making sure I'm ready, make sure I'm able to handle everything and anything someone throws at me. But as far as the boxing technical and all that stuff, even though I believe he's a great teacher, he's not he he don't not really. So who is your trainer? Yoel Judah. Okay. That's that's always I'm been. A, not always been, but that's been my training for the past year, almost year and a half. Hmm. Okay. 
How's Congratulations, that? Yoel. He just obviously came yes. through for Devin. Yes, definitely, definitely. And how's that been for you? It's you been know, the experience and the tutelage of Yoel. Man, it's been great. Yoel's a great teacher. Uh, he's been around the game for a long, long time. He's he's taught uh, one of the greatest southpaws, in my opinion. Uh, Zab, one of the greatest southpaws to do. When you talk about southpaw greats, he got to be in, got to be up there. I mean, uh, and he, he bred Zab. So um, on top of that, he's known me since I was a kid. So he pulls out that dog in me when we in the gym and I need to pull it out. Or uh, when, when I don't want to do something, it's my father that could get me to do it, but He's in a he's in a, a pair of shoes that's almost just like that. So uh, he'll push me to do stuff that I don't want to do, and that's what it takes in, in boxing. It takes doing the things that you don't want to do and making it like it's easy. I'm sorry you lost me, man, because you said if you'd have listened to your dad, you'd have got the win. No, he said he would have been an Olympian world champion by now. <laughs> oh, so not so, so this this not last just, loss. No, not just, he's not saying just in life. Oh, in life yeah. in general. Throughout his okay. life, he yeah. had he had he listened okay. to his father. Okay, I thought you meant for uh, this last fight with Morrison's nah. because I'm like, if you saying that Joel is the trainer and nah, the teacher, nah, that's, you need. I was saying I was saying speaking on like in you general. said, like life in okay. general. Yeah, if got I would have follow everything step by step from. When I first put on a pair of gloves, what I said. So what happened in this fight? Because, I mean, I feel like you should have been motivated emotionally because of the name, right? And it was a Legends Sons card. I remember Gerald. We had Gerald in here. So he his son was, uh, excuse me, Gerald Jr. was in, uh, on that card as well. What do you think went wrong? Uh I got it's it's boxing. Oh, you I got just got caught? With a, I got caught with a good shot, okay. man. It's the, it's the sport. That's what I signed up for. I got caught with a good shot. <clears throat> good caught with a good follow up shot. Mm. Um, I beat the count. When the fight resumed, I felt like I got. I I, I won't say I got robbed. I'll just say I, I felt like I had uh, an opportunity that I wasn't able to 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 make a move on. Um, to me, I was under the instruction that if the ref that if the referee you told us in the locker room if he sees something look bad he's not going to just jump in and stop it he's going to say show me something mm-hmm. and um he didn't do that he it, that 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 didn't go off for me he just jumped in and you know stopped it and that's that's boxing he felt like it was the end of the fight he felt like my safety was at risk so he stopped it that's boxing and i'm going i'm going to come back uh i wasn't I wasn't badly hurt. I wasn't like wobbling all over the place. I was 100% coherent as soon as he stopped the fight. So it wasn't uh, something where it beat me down real bad or I went through a real bad war. I got caught with a good shot. I went down. I beat the count. I got up. And um, the referee, after I took the, the uppercut, the referee thought that was enough. That's 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 how he saw it. It's not really much I could do about it. But keep fighting. Come back harder. And and. You know, one day I get it on with Kenzie again. And you was uh you was up on all all three scorecards. It was a clean cl- a clean sweep at that point. So you know, I would like to see it again because clearly you were in control of the fight. Yeah, I mean, I felt in control. Um, uh, he he made the adjustment before I did. Boxing is about adjustments. I'm sure y'all know that. He made the adjustment before I did. So you know, next time I'll be ready. And uh, anybody in my way before that. I just got to run through. Mm. Why, why did you choose boxing? Uh, I chose boxing because I was I was very good at football. I was very good at football. I was 
uh, playing for Bishop Gorman. I don't know if y'all know this. Yeah. Very good school for football. At the time, they had a, a, a who's now an NFL player, DeMarco Murray. He was like the star of the school. And I went there and I was like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people with football glory. There's a lot of people out here trying to be the next DeMarco or trying to be the next Ray Lewis. And I was like, you know, it's, it's so many high schools in the country. It's so many middle linebackers in the country. But how many how many of these kids are trying to be the next Lennox Lewis? How many of these kids are trying to be the next Hasim Rockman, the, the next Holyfield? And I like my shot a lot better. I was like, I'd rather have the glory and have the ball be in my hands and my hands only as opposed to uh, relying on a team. Yeah, or man. It's hard uh, when you got a team sport, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, especially if you're the man at your sport and your team trash, it's, it's tough. It's mm-hmm. hard to do. So that's why I chose boxing. I, I, I'd rather it all be on me. Like, like I said, uh, having my father in my corner is great. But he can't get in there and take no punches from me. Mm-hmm. He can't get in there and punch nobody from me. I got to get in there and do that. So I, that's what I like about it. It's, it's all on me. It's like you can't blame nobody else, and you can't look. You can't. I can't tag. I can't tag team. So, oh, oh, Sharif, you do these next three rounds. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get the bag in on the on the, on the final two. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You got to fight your way through. It's a fight. I've always loved the fight. So boxing just came natural. Getting into it, did you understand that you would be consistently compared? So your dad? Uh in the in the beginning it wasn't it wasn't like that until I started fighting amateur fights. And then it became it was a it was it was a lot of comparisons, a lot of comparisons. And then obviously in my pro career, yes, there's always comparisons, but that's just that's just inevitable. This this man is is an amazing fighter. Uh I believe the strongest boxing champion alive. And uh it, it, it's great shoes to fill, not too big, just something great. It's, it's At the end of the day, I would love for my family to be looked on as a great boxing family. So when it's all said and done, we should have many world titles and many great fights to, to uh, be able to look back on, just like we go ahead and look back on his fight today. I got two younger brothers coming up after me. So we all trying to uh, make this the best boxing family ever. So it's not pressure at all stepping into the ring, carrying that name. Instead, you use that as motivation? Yeah, I mean, it. it you, you have to. You have to. And you have to use what you've been through to, for motivation. So everything I've been through in his career, I, I, I stuck by his side. I, 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 I fought with him. I took every punch with him, it felt like. So I know when, when I'm in there, I know he's taking every punch with me. I know he's throwing every punch with me. So, uh, like I said, use what you've been through for motivation. So that's what we do. We thrive off each other. It's not really like a, oh, I, I got to be this good because my father was world champion. It's, it's more like, you know, breathe, listen, and that's who I hear. So the, the pressure be gone by that time. We've been doing it long enough. So you guys are out of DLX? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of the ones we, ha- we didn't, haven't stopped by too frequently. But yeah. Bo Bo was always in there. Yeah, that's Bo why. That's there. both side of the town. Uh, so so, do you spar in DLX or you? Yeah, I spar in DLX. Okay. okay. It must be great for you. So it must be great for you to get that work in Vegas. I know, obviously, you know, originally Baltimore. Uh, what do you see the difference? That do you feel like Vegas is the best place for you to? Uh, as I, a heavyweight, though. Yeah, hey, there's a lot of work out here, a whole lot of work in Vegas. And, um, you know, 
that's that's pretty much why we moved to Vegas. It's is for a better for to better the boxing career of my father is is the reason why we moved. So he he got better work out here and then it's just even just more boxing. It, there's more boxing out here, but I, I train in New York with Yoel. Mm. We train in New York, and it's a lot of boxing there. So I'm getting boxing everywhere Damn, I go. So you spar with George, George Favari, Dominican Aries. He he gonna be on no, the show George, box card. George on Aries, no, I haven't. I haven't um, boxed him before. I seen him fight a couple times, but I haven't boxed him yet. Mm. Who else is in that New York area heavyweight? Adam has Adam been in the gym? Adam Kavnaki, no. No, I haven't nah. boxed him. No, I haven't boxed him. I know he in the area mm. though. Yeah, but he's up more upstate. I feel like um, I forgot the name of his gym, but he's definitely upstate. Yeah. yeah, well, no, I got some good work in this camp for some good guys in New York, and um, then I got more good work when I came here to Vegas. So it's definitely you know better work in both of those places as opposed to it is in Baltimore. It's it's not a lot of heavyweight work or or the work that I would need to you know go to the next level. Right. So for you, I wanted to ask, obviously, it's only been about a month and a half, but do you have something in mind as to when you would like to get back in the ring? Absolutely. This summer. I'm looking to get back this summer. I'm literally waiting on a phone call. and It could be any minute, locking in the day for the summertime. But uh, if not uh, if not this summer, then the, the very first thing in September. So I'm definitely excited and uh, looking forward to my future in the ring. Why do you think you don't have like a network or promoter, big promoter deal? I mean, obviously being the son of a legend and most sons end up with that contract. Mosley Jr. is with DAZN. I mean, Chavez is notoriously, you know, Jr. been with plenty of networks. I really can't think of a son who is a son of a legend that doesn't have themselves aligned did you choose to be independent on your own um it's it's that's 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 more that would probably that question would probably be better for my father to answer pops how is it that he doesn't have a network or a top rank golden like someone invested in that last name well i just think <clears throat> the way the way they move fighters and the way i move fighters is a little differently so I, I just choose to move my, my my kids the way I want to move them, and then when we get when we get there, then now we can start the uh, the bidding process. You know, I just like to do it my way. Okay. So you wanted to establish him as a draw before taking him to a promoter? Yeah. Well, he he had a promoter, but which was my promoter, which is somebody I trust, which is somebody I believed in. Who was that so Duva? It was, no, it was Greg Cohen. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So it was it was it how was, long ago was that? Because it was all his his whole career. Ooh, so um, that was somebody who I had a relationship with that I know that I believed in. So uh, that's the way, that's the route. I, that's I, interesting. Uh, kind of making a left hit because you know Greg has a little bit of past, but you're speaking highly of him. So if you've never had any issues and and you trust him, I'm saying he can have a past with whoever he wants. I I, I know about my dealings with him, and I know about our relationship. So he's someone I trust more than other promoters. Okay. No, and listen, I got my own pass. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm specifically bringing that up because some people, you know, they tend to look at things that might have happened on your way up and judge you for it. Like a Greg Cohen, he does have some discrepancies that might have happened a few years ago, but obviously he's doing a hell of a job with Mack Truck. Mack Truck is number 11 already, and he got like seven fights. You know him? 
Yeah, from yeah. Atlanta. I mean, that's that's what I know. I know what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I know our relationship, so I know it ain't gonna be no crossing in it. I know it ain't gonna be no shady stuff with me. So uh, that's the route that that I took. That's good. All right, all right. Well, now we know. I mean. Got to put it together, and I'm assuming you guys will cross the street over to a, a, a promoter. Do you have any network that you see yourself fighting under those lights? A preferred one, or does it not matter? I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. I, I'm focused on um, you know getting to this world title. We we very very excited to to get back in the ring and get to doing that. Um, I would say the, this, uh, Devin. Right, was on the zone for a while. Before that, he was on Showbox. First young guy to get a, you know, all access yeah. uh, on Showbox. But when he sat here yesterday, he definitely said he felt the promotion and felt like a star because of the promotion that Top Rank did. Now, I'm not saying it's Top Rank, but they have the machine in ESPN. So I don't think all networks are equal. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you guys are like other sports fans. I don't watch any other sports, but you can find those on ESPN, right. so you know, it's kind of difference. No, you don't think it's a bigger network, ESPN? No, I'm I'm actually the one who who you know Bill Haney is my man. Okay, I'm the one who really told him, look, you know, I mean, he called me, consulted with me about really everything in boxing, and uh, I'm we watching a little short story real quick. We watching Devin Haney box Miguel Bichette. Okay. So, oh, sparring, sparring in Capotillos the yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Was you there? I was not, but I heard okay. great rumors. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> from that sparring session, right? One of top ranked guys was there, mm. right? I don't know if Bill and him noticed it, but I told him, I said, listen, right now, I said, Bob going to be calling you. It's going to be, I said, Devin going to wind up with top rank. He said, why you say that? I said, man, you ain't see uh top rank guy right there. He going to go tell Bob what happened. About this massacre, and then they, <laughs> and then they're gonna be calling you, trying to sign Devin. Not two, three weeks later, BJ's called me again, and 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 saying, you know, top rank calling this, make that deal, go with top rank because the exposure Devin can get on 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 ESPN is gonna trump anything that the zone or Eddie Aaron can do. And then the next day, the the deal was signed. Mm. That's crazy. He said the massacre. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I heard about it. Yeah, no, I heard. I heard as well. I heard, I heard about well. it. So interesting, interesting. So he see he likes ESPN. How yeah. would you? How how do you feel about ESPN? I mean that that would be amazing. I'm my eyes are, are really on the on the on the title. Mm. I'm uh WBC has a brand new weight class. Oh, you going for Bridger weight? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I was that I was gonna lead there down the <laughs> down the line of this interview because you're six three. Yeah, but I, I keep my eyes are like shit. You you got some big ass biceps though, but I see your father too, <laughs> Bruh, I remind I'm old, so it's like Hulk Hogan. Them gotta be like twenty six inch pythons, champ. <laughs> no bullshit. We need a camera angle for that, right? Man, yeah, those arms big as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm I'm looking at him and I'm Bro. like. I'm, I want to say like you might be small for head, but then I'm looking at these arms. I'm like, damn, I can't. I, I who am I to say? Look at these little ass biceps compared to y'all shit. God damn, it's it's big, it's a weight bro. class that was that was definitely much needed. I mm-hmm. feel like um probably named Bridgeways, the bridge between 
cruiser and oh, heavyweight. I never thought of it that way. They named it after a kid. Yeah, but that but is that, a it's good. Also, you can look at it like that. Oh like, yeah, the, the bridge, bridge between, between one division and, and the next. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of talented guys around my size that can't make cruiserweight and mm-hmm. can't compete at the at the the top top level of heavyweight. It's the uh. Uh, the heavyweight champion of the world is is what? <laughs> Look at Rock. Them <laughs> 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 things huge. Oh man. Oh, they little right man, there. He, ah, he said yo, it's little. Man. Nah, you leaner though. That's you leaner. The little rock. That's like the capital of Arkansas. He said the capital Arkansas little rock. Oh man. That was hilarious. Wow, uh, so yo, I, got, I, I, I actually want ESPN though because you got Kingsley, Kingsley, eBay, Guido Vigianella. Um, who else is over there? That I've been in camp with him. They was, got the um, the Puerto Rican heavyweight. They got a few heavyweights that you could get your feet wet mm-hmm. before you know you get into the other bigger names that they have. They have a lot of heavyweights too. Uh, this kid just fought too, but he's I think he's with the Salida. Ooh. The dude that did the Fed time, heavyweight, lost to Pulev. Oh, yeah. Jerry Force. No, 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 no. The, uh, it's with an R. Rod, something. Last name's R. Come on, guys. No. no. Fed time, you don't remember him? He kind of, uh, uh, a little heavy set. No. Nah. But he could box. Oh, wait till I pull him up. Mm-hmm. Lost to Pulev? Yeah. Which Pulev? The big one? Yeah, cool, Brett. On ESPN. No, that was his recent fight. Yeah. I was, I, I'll find it. Uh, but yeah, you but can pick a, up that. No, yeah, I was gonna ask you. In the meantime, I wanted to bring up the uh, the face off you had with Rampage and and <laughs> Rodell Booker. Rodell Booker. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, those are decent fights until you know you cross that. You know, you can get into that chance because they got but, a few other dudes I mean, over there. A- absolutely. And oh, you, when you, you think Rodell not on your level? No, no I didn't say oh, that. Oh, I'm okay. just saying. Um, uh, as far as you know, good fights like that. You know, when, even when you look at my record, just just look. I, I fought a guy nineteen and zero with seventeen knockouts. So that tell you what I'm not really turning down. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm ducking nobody, not dodging nobody, and we'll fight him again. So whatever fights out there it is to be made, I'm willing to take them. And I think that's a that in and of itself is a breath of fresh air into the sport, and that's what I want to be. But you said Bridgeway, man. Have you watched how that division is filling watching, up? Because I watch it and I see. Honestly, who's... I can't remember nobody besides uh, the champ, Rivas, Oscar, which I still Rivas. think is a great fight for you. Yeah, I love He's that fight. He's not too big. I love that fight, and um, I love the fight that he had with Brian Jennings. Mm-hmm. It was a great fight. But isn't Brian re- retired now? I'm not I sure. I haven't seen him. I'm not sure. He may be. He's been doing a lot of construction. But, but I I'm, I love the fight they had. Well, not nah, flipping, flipping, flipping houses. Oh, my bad, right? Flipping houses, I mean. I don't mean like manual labor. He, he's got, you know, he's buying and flipping. Yeah. Nah, oh, but we do got... construction too on okay. ourselves. Yeah. Oh, on, your, on the body. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, they got uh, Bayback in that division. They got the guy that's about to fight Revis for the belt. Um, oh, Revis has a fight. Yeah, he has a fight in August. Oh. So he's gonna be defending the belt in Colombia in August, and um, it's going the, the the guy that fought him for the belt, Ryan, I forget his Rosecki, Rosecki, Ryan Rosecki. That was a decent fight. It was, and um, that dude overachieved because you know he moved up from seventy five. Right, that right. He he came way up, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I definitely been paying attention and um, making sure that you know I I, I do my homework. So 
it's uh like I said, that's the goal. That's what we we going for. We gonna get one of those world titles. That's, that's the game. That's the ultimate game plan. Would you take a Rosaki? Of course, here like I said, or any, over there, because he's kind of a drove in Nova Scotia and shit of all places. Um, my father traveled the yeah. world to fight. I'm willing to do the same thing. I mean, it's 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 like uh, almost like if you if you go to somebody and say, "Would you do this?" and I, I will go to my dad and I say, "Dad, would you do this?" and I know what he's gonna tell me. Well, if the opportunity is right, if the money right, and if it's an even playing field, then yeah, we then do it. If it's not. I wouldn't suggest you do that. Yo, the guy that uh, uh, Rivas is fighting just knocked out Spilka in the first round. In Poland? In Poland. Is yeah. he Poland or is he uh, from Colombia? No, he's po- He's from Poland. Oh, so it's a hometown for, for Rivas. Rivas, he cocky, but he sure. Have you met him in person? I haven't met him in person, but I heard. I heard yeah, the same nah, I met he's him in Mexico. He's, he's just like real wide. And yeah. I don't bodybuilder like, but I guess he's athletic because, you know, the muscles didn't hold him back. We got a few questions from the people. This one is coming straight for Hasim Rahman Jr. What advice have you sought from your father on how to deal with the loss via stoppage? Have you? Have you even like? <laughs> I did. Okay. I did. Uh, I asked him whether or not I should watch it. Mm. I asked him whether or not I should watch it because I didn't know. I was like, you know, I seen it in the locker room after that because I didn't know. Like, I'm like, I knew what happened. I'm like, why did what was going on? So I didn't know. So a couple of days after the fight, you know, and I'm, I'm, everything's getting back uh, regular. And I, you know, I just called my dad up and asked him, you know, like, because I know he's been through it. I'm like, dad, you ever go back and watch some fights you lost and, and see like where you went wrong or see what was going on with it, and um. I gonna tell y'all everything he said, but short answer is no. Why? Well, what? I, I Don't go, go back, back and watch it. So what? how do you learn from the mistake? How do you know not what not <clears throat> not to do again? I just think it's in preparation, um, and we we can we know how we prepared, and we know that we can do. First of all, I watched it for mm-hmm. him, so I know where he went wrong, and, you know. And I just feel like it's in preparation. It's all in preparation. It's about how you go at the fight, you know. And I, I mean, for me. And for boxers, just real briefly, I don't, I don't really look at it as losses. I look at it the L's as lessons. I just feel like any man who step in that ring and put his life on the line to entertain the masses like that, I don't give them losses in my book. It's, mm. they, they lessons in my book. They L's, though. They, it's an L, but it's a lesson, and we learn from the lesson. I don't feel like, you know, that he should go back and look at things and look at himself, and then he. I'll never know when that, that 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 vision might pop back in his head at, at the wrong time. So now it's about just correcting the mistakes and 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 moving on, moving forward. And I think that all could be done in preparation. Understandable, definitely understand. I I I probably wouldn't go back myself, you know, because it's just like you're gonna play that moment over that's, and over. That's exactly you what know, I'm trying it to could do. haunt you. And I mean, I guess you could take it into your into the next fight emotionally, wondering, "Am I gonna get knocked out That's again?" Exactly if you, if you think too much I'm about trying it, trying to prevent. I mean, he got a he got a team that we 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 know the we know the mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know they say a person that don't know his history is bound to repeat it. Okay, we know what we did wrong, so we will correct it before the next fight. It's just that simple. I got Dual Ingram in Compton. It says, we have the same name, and Ness used to pronounce it Rahman, or Rahman, I don't know. 
But my question is, in the long run, was the lawsuit against Floyd the right decision? Did it affect <laughs> your career in any way? Oh, wow, you were signed to Floyd? I don't know if I can answer that question. Uh, well. I can't, I can't speak on that. Okay. Le- legally, I, I legally can't speak on that. Damn, so you got a gag order. Yeah, can't talk so, about but, that one. So you can't even say you were promoted by Floyd? I didn't even know that. Nah, nah, that's not, that's not what not happened. Not accurate? Nah, that's not what happened. But, um, you know, I don't have no regrets in my in my life. We, I'm good. We good. I think we got a great team. You know I got a pride just because that's what I was saying. Like a name like Rockman, you deserve the true promoter. Now we find out you did have one, but something happened. I need some side of, some sort never, of clarity. He was, clarity. By, he was never promoted by Mayweather or Floyd. In fact, the situation they're talking about, he was still amateur. Mm. Right. This so there was interest, though. I mean, Floyd used to be my man. We used to be together every day. So it was... It was when it you was, say every day... Every day. Nah, yeah, every day. Like friends' friends, <laughs> yeah, not just no, boxing friends. Every day. Damn, that's so weird to picture a fucking uh, welterweight with a heavyweight every day. How'd that look? Even though I did see pictures <laughs> of him and Mike together a lot. All right, well, well, not a lot, but mate, iconic just photos. You, just to give you a little, a little bit more, he touched on it earlier, but... Floyd's the reason why I moved to Vegas. Okay. And when I came to Vegas, I got with Roger. Me and Floyd was together every day, besides tax purposes. But, you know, um, that was the reason why I came to Vegas. So Roger trained you? He trained me for a second. Okay. But um, that's the reason. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I have to, um, to grab my son, so I got to leave now. Oh, yeah, I got to go. No, I do. He don't. Oh. But I just want to let y'all know that my harvest is almost done. I got a Hydro Rock strain of weed that's coming out, and I'm bringing it. What's Hydro Rock? I've been mine. smoking for 11 years. I never heard of a Hydro Rock. Okay, explain it. What is it, though? It's, it's a hybrid. The crossbreeds. What's the crossbreeds? What you mean? You don't know the The, the, the t- genetics? The, the two the two, the two, that the they, two, the two strains indica, that made yours. It's Indica and... No, nah, the nah, names nah, of them. Nah, Shri- nah. No, it's like... I think it's like... So it would be like Rockman Jr. mixed with Danny made... Sharif know it. Sharif know it for sure. So you said it out loud before. So what you mean? I don't understand. The it's question. like it's like cookies and gelato or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, like, like two like things that. mixed up to make one. Yeah, it's one the strength. parents that make the yeah, kids. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, but I still want to know what the hydro right. Rock that's what is. that's what they is can the tell name you. Of the, is that's the name of the weed? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah, well, definitely. Bring y'all somebody. But definitely bring somebody. Being called yeah. being called hydro rock is it being grown in water? No. Because you're using the word hydro. No. Okay. Okay. So it's soil. Yeah. All right. All right. But I just want to bring y'all somebody. Definitely. It's the name and markets of weed. What? And when you, and, and once I bring it, y'all gonna know that that's that's. Listen, when you ready, we sponsored by Hardin. The biggest dispensary here in Las Vegas, so we could. I'm get bringing you, y'all some. We could get you. I, we could get you with the owner to put your stuff on the shelf. I know man. that. Oh, good. good, oh, good. Yeah, the rock here, I, here I go trying trying to do favors. You already know everybody yeah, in Vegas. Good, <laughs> but I'm definitely going. Uh, I had a lot of stuff to, to really say, but I'm gonna just next time. Yeah, nah. Listen, next time is good because that that means we do get to have him back in studio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and we still got a bunch more for you. No doubt. Separate cars. 
Yeah, so yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He cool, said cool. he said they don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe y'all going straight to the gym from here. Wait, we gotta I take am. a picture with the rock. Yeah, we'll be we gonna, right back. We're gonna be right back. We, we gotta take an outro pick with the rock. We're gonna have to bring back Junior. All right, all right, all right. And we're back with Hasim Rockman Jr. Just wanted to make sure we had a picture for the arc. Hives. We last stopped off on uh Duel Ingram and Compton. That was the Floyd question. Next is San Antonio, Texas. James Valdez says, thoughts on boxers that party, drink, or smoke and still fight at the top caliber. Man, I'm I'm so deeply invested in the boxing game. I've been around the boxing game my whole life. So I've definitely seen it. And um it just it it's a it's a failing formula. Mm-hmm. It's a failing formula. Uh that would be my take on it. I, I don't I don't think that uh many people would, would disagree. Some may, but um yeah, I think that's a uh uh a failing formula, man. This is a science. So everything that you put into your body, everything that you do, all the hours that you sleep, all the hours that you miss sleeping, that's all calculated and and shown on fight night. So how is it that you guys have a weed strain and y'all don't test the weed, bro? That's his weed. That ain't my weed. That's oh. his weed. <laughs> I, Nobody. I so you, you got all your siblings box? Yeah, it's me, my my, my younger brother Sharif. He's twenty five. Then my younger brother Hassan. He's fifteen. Yeah, he's fifteen this year. So it's just us three. So how y'all know if your father ain't got no Reggie? Somebody got to test that. I mean, that's, 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 it's, they, they got percentage things or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Nah, they you're got right. Some type of nah, you're right. You're like right. That. I'm they, fucking they, with they you. You're, you're absolutely right. I'm just pulling your leg. I got the best dad ever in Baltimore. He says, uh, who are your guys' favorite fighters to watch in this era? And, Junior, what goal do you have set for your career in this sport? Baltimore is behind y'all. I appreciate that. Um, answer the question that was directed to me uh my goal is to 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 be a world champion and uh one day to 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 train my brothers to win a world championship oh you so want to be a coach too i like not i don't want to be a coach I, it's weird that i say that right i don't want to be a coach i want to be my, my brother's trainers i don't okay. want to train nobody else i just want to you know uh robert garcia did that with Mikey Garcia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a world mm-hmm. champion, and his, he worked his brother's, brother's corner. corner. That's that's the that's the goal I see. I'm not the, because I can't coach everybody. I don't know everybody the way I know my brothers. Mm-hmm. But I know when my brothers are in there, some amazing things happen between all of us. It's I mean, if 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 y'all would <laughs> y'all wouldn't believe some of the stories that happen. And sometimes it's him fighting. Sometimes it's me fighting. Sometimes it's my dad. Sometimes it's sparring. Uh, I just think that nobody can get to you the way your real family can. So, like I said, I, w- I would love to. My goals uh to to win a world championship and then coach my brothers in, in world championship fights so they can win championships. We got Info Joe in California. He sent the question for your dad, but he stepped off, so we'll save that for the next time. New York Bullet says, what's up, champs? For Junior, besides your dad, obviously, were there other legendary fighters that inspired you to box and – Obviously, the other question is for your dad, but he's gone. So that one's for you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, 
Lennox Lewis. I was about to say, you said Lennox before your dad. I, I looked at your dad like, damn, is he going to get offended? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He, 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 there was nothing, there's nothing behind that. But, um, you know, uh, uh, it's cause, that's because that come off the Ray Lewis. When I said it earlier, it mm-hmm. came right out. The Lennox Lewis come off the Ray Lewis. A little wordplay on that. But, uh, yeah, Len- I definitely looked up the Lennox Lewis a lot. Uh, Roy Jones Jr., um, one of my favorite fighters all time, Andre Wood, mm. uh, you know, Winky Wright, these uh, Bernard Hopkins. Uh, there's a lot of legends that I really looked up to in the sport, and um, you know, uh, uh, one I got I got to train with, Pernell Whitaker. Uh, done a lot of studying on him. Wow, so, you got to train with him. Yeah, when he was here in Vegas, uh, actually when he trained Devin, I was I was almost alongside with them training. So uh, it was. It, Bro, I didn't even know Sweet P trained Devin. Yeah, uh, that Sweet P spent some time with Devin. Wow, absolutely. That's a question to ask. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, you know, and Devin spent time with <laughs> the the best of the best in the yeah, sport. Yeah, no, I know that, but Bill never told us Sweet P. Have you remember yeah, that? Sweet P used remember. to be down in, at the Hit Factory. Mm. You know, Hit Factory on what was this, the Sahara and the Las Vegas mm-hmm. Boulevard? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Freddie was just telling I Rojas. Was, I was gonna say, yeah, that was when Devin was still an amateur, yeah, he was still a baby, mm. he was still a baby. This wasn't this was not pro work, this was this was laying the foundation, mm-hmm. the brick, brick yeah. and mortar. Uh, looks like we got big casual. He says, What up to a DC legend, Hasim Rockron? Uh, in Europe. Prime. Okay, so that's for your dad. Second question is for Junior. What up, champ? What position do you think you would be playing if you would have stuck with football? I probably would be a, a either a defensive end or a tight end, just because of just because of my size and my speed. I wasn't the the, the lightning fastest guy, but I was very far from the slowest and. Um, uh, my hands, I have real good hands. I can catch. I can catch real good. So I either be like a tight end, like a Gronkowski, or a, a, a defensive end. Um, I don't even. What's that dude name? Uh, not not him, but more like uh, the big the big boy from I think I forget his school Burgundy. His college was Burgundy. I think he played for the Browns. Oh, I don't know. Defensive ends. I think his name is Amir Garrett or something. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. yeah. So either a defensive end like like Miles Garrett or a tight end like Gronkowski, just a big guy that I would have been a lot bigger had I played football. So uh, be a big guy that could catch and obviously block and get get people out the way, chase down the quarterback. So I was real good at at, at, at playing defensive end. Yo, that's crazy. I was. Uh... Damn, that's crazy. The action just made a great point. The last undisputed lightweight champion was Pernell Whitaker mm. before Devin. That's what's up. That's a great put together. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Um, the last one is for your dad, but maybe you've asked him that since that fight and pictures of that fight were so iconic. Obviously, uh, you know, when he suffered the hematoma in that Holyfield fight. Did you? Did he ever say? Did you ever ask if he could physically see it, like from his eye? Oh, I'm pretty sure he could see really? it. Really? I'm pretty sure he could see it. That fight was, man. That fight was crazy. Uh, I was actually sitting next to Jay Z that fight. Oh wow! Yeah. So um, uh, seeing seeing that happen and then seeing how him old go were through you? The, I was what ten or nine, depending on the year. I, I think I was ten. And I'm I'm literally sitting right next to Hov. Like we we sat next to each other the whole 
the whole fight, watched the fight together. Was crazy. He was there to support my father. He was there rooting on my father, mm-hmm. and um, uh, just I know my father could see it. It's just, just like any other any other thing you could see. Um, uh, 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 if if something's happening to your body, it's not like his eye was blinded or anything like that. So I would imagine he could see. But um, it definitely took a while for the for the swelling. But I down. don't mean see out the eye. I mean no, see that I know, I know. See actually, see, oh. actually see him. I'm pretty sure he could he could see it because yeah. it was it was so big. Yeah, was I haven't asked him that question in particular, yeah. but I'm pretty sure the answer is yeah, because it was definitely it was definitely out there. It was that's something you don't forget for sure. Well, I think that is definitely the last one. Do you have any others? If not, please give out your social media for anybody who isn't following you can do so. And just want to thank you for taking out the time to come on. We we would love to get you back as soon as you have something official with that next fight. Uh, just to come in and announce it seconds. to our audience. But yeah, man, we appreciate your time. No doubt, no doubt. Thank y'all so much for having me and my father on behalf of the Rockman family, man. The Boxing Voice, y'all doing y'all thing. We so glad to be a part of it. Uh, my Instagram is at underscore JR, just juniors. Three, three, three characters. Mm. Underscore JR, that's simple. me. Very simple, easy to get to, underscore JR. And then my Twitter is underscore Hassan Rockman Jr., so just my name. So it, it, any support on there, if you hit the follow button, I think I'm about to hit 5K. So <laughs> if y'all could hit the support with that follow, that would be much appreciated. And I, and Have you ever tried family. to change it to Haseem Rockman Jr.? Yeah, somebody took, took it, it, and, it and did some other stuff with it. So it's Damn. just Jr. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, Stealing people's name out in these streets. They do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're going to take another intermission. Actually, we took the picture with you, but we'll still take an intermission and be right back. That was great. I see everybody in the comment section. Uh, you guys seem to have enjoyed the legends. Uh, boxing fans are very nostalgic, Danny. I've, I've noticed that. The more we get older, legendary names, the more excited the audience gets. Um, do we have the Super Chats? Um, I believe we are actually caught up, but let me double check, Ness. Axiom says, search Madonna. We did that. Boxing says, Oscar gives his fighters good recognition. You said that. that. Adam Torres? Quit spending. Yep, did that. Next one. Hey, crowning. Did that. K. Calzy? Calzy? I don't think I did that. Go to Munguia Box Rec and look up, look at his opponent's records since he was 20-0. Hand on the face, uh, palm did, on the face emoji. I did do that actually. Doctor the zone. Devin Haney is the top dog. King yeah. emoji, crown emoji, and about twenty fire emojis. Yeah, so we actually we're all caught up. Yeah, we don't have any calls. Uh, we have uh, like three people on Discord. Who's on Discord? We got Big Gucci Nick. Big What's Gucci up? Nick. Big Gucci. Big Gucci. Going what? Big Gucci? Oh, Big he's, Gucci, he's coming Big on. Big Gucci, Big Gucci. What up? I'm just up on the roof. It always takes me a second, man. I got to pull my phone out, unlock it, accept that invite, and then unmute. Feel me? That's why it always takes a second for me. But um, shout out to you guys, man. Great content. <laughs> Love uh, hearing the legend and his son, man. That was amazing. Love the story behind him, like that. Man. I didn't know he had lost to him, and I didn't know he had like younger brothers and shit that were into boxing, man. So 
great interview by you guys, man. Shout out to Ringwalk, Danny, Ness, the producer. Y'all doing an amazing, amazing job, man. Phenomenal. Keep it up. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate the kind words. Who next? We got Swift out the 813. Swift. Swifty. Is this a counterpunch? I don't know. Uh, yeah, right? I feel like we went to him. Did we go to you, Swift? Nah, nah. That's the first time. What up? I, I, I had him earlier, but um, y'all had got the interview. Yeah. You know yeah, I so. cut it off. I cut it off. We didn't even get to you. What up, champ? All right, what's up, man? How y'all fellas doing today, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Great interviews today, man. Always great to hear from legends and shit like everybody said. I want to take the time out to troll a little bit one time for these haters. You know what I'm saying? The Devin Haney haters who hate on the sweet science and don't know what they're watching when they watch the sport of boxing. If you want to see motherfuckers that sit there and get punched in the face, go watch Bare Knuckle Brawling. You know what I'm saying? This may not be for you. You know what I'm saying? So, And also, man, for um, the, golden, the, the Golden Boy Babysitter Club, you know what I'm saying? Ain't over there, you know what I'm saying? Holding all them fighters back. Oscar to let these boys fight top competition. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely getting a little aggravated with that. You know what I'm saying? Also, the lies. You know what I'm saying? You're getting, your, you're getting yourself caught up, and it's just looking bad out here for the sport of boxing, even though you were such a great back in your day. You know what I'm saying? You're really not doing yourself any service the way you move them nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And uh, once again, you know, I always got to give y'all, y'all flowers, man. You know what I'm saying? One time for TBV. All my brothers in the back call, man. And uh, yeah, man, y'all the TBE Boxing Podcast. Like I always say, man, you know what I'm saying TBV, we up. You know what I'm saying? Boys, have a great Friday. Appreciate you, champ. It is Friday. It is Friday. Yo, who next? Info Joe. Info Joe is a beast. Info Joe is a beast. Checkbox red. Undefeated punchlines, better place your bet. The number one call, fought my way up the ranks. Border Wars fighter, going hard in the pain. Boxing scene writers call me spectacular. My boxing bars are marvelous like Hagler. Worldwide, peace to all my boxing brothers. We boxing boys, forget all the others. Yo, 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 what's up, my boxing brothers? Man, let me find out you trying to be a rapper, Joe. <laughs> that was a few bars we put together for for uh, uh, boxing bars, man. Shout out to Stainless. All right, all uh, right. Hey, man, happy Friday, man. I just want to say shout out to the boxing guys for TBV. Y'all been killing it all week long, man. Pound for pound work always, man. Shout out to y'all first. And uh, I didn't get a you. chance to make... Appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> Everybody in the studio, man, Bo. Uh, Danny Ness and everybody I don't know and they're working in the background. Uh, Brandon Lenz, you know, man, putting this all together, man. Shout out to all y'all. Uh, I didn't get a chance to make my picks, man. Put me down for Belanga. I wouldn't be surprised with an upset, though, by Angulo. Uh, put me down for Daniel Dubois. And uh, that guy, man, the Bush doctor, if you call back in, brother, I use your products. Are you the Bush doctor that comes out with the uh, snowstorm and crystal burst? Uh, I use your shit, man. I'm from Southern California. Yo, it's funny brother. you say that because I know I, I seen that line, the Bush doctor, before, but I didn't think that was him. I just like you know he used that name. I figured, but that's that that'd be funny if it is because with all that land, he might have his own nutrients. You're right. You're right, brother. 
And I was I was on point with you, man. How do you know if it's good? I'm talking about the rock mans. And you ain't tried it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's all right. They're going to bring us the samples. Yeah, that's right. You're going to let them know, Ness. I know you are. For sure. But that's all I got, man. Shout out to the whole community, man. All the callers, everybody in the chat. TBB is where it's at. Have a blessed, no stress day, brothers. Peace. All right, all right, all right. Who next? We got Majid. Majid, what up? Just kidding. He left as soon as I try to send him in. Oh, here we are. My bad. Pressed the wrong button. He forgot to say him legend first. Now I'm just trolling. Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members, and Patreon for something. Shit, I don't even remember what the topic was because y'all be getting all these interviews and all this shit. Man, shit going on, but shout out to y'all getting legends in the building. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got, really. I don't got shit to say. I'm out. All right. Appreciate you calling. Who next? Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? We We got got Hawk in Maryland. What time is it? What time is it? What What time is it? Hawk in Maryland. Holy shit. 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 Ain't too much. Y'all boys work overtime. I looked at my watch. I, was it yesterday? I, I could try to call him, but y'all was so busy. But I looked at my watch. I said, uh, God damn, they back on again. Mm-hmm. It was it was early. I said, they on again. That's what's up, man. Y'all been rolling the interviews. Hey, yo, Ness. Yo. Okay, um, you know, I go back, bro. I go back, bro. That um HBO was a HBO, uh, you know how they run a little HBO things when Floyd used to fight. Mm-hmm. Floyd, yeah, uh, the Rockman bro- brothers. It was both of them actually. They was in that um doghouse. I remember that. Yeah, home. the yeah. dude from the dude from fight. the UK. It, it was a dude from yeah. the UK, and then Junior came back and and fucked him up. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but Floyd wouldn't. Floyd didn't let him take breaks, and that's what happened. You know, so they sued him about that. Mm. You know, uh, saying Floyd was working the fighters too hard, but it actually was on the HBO. Um, they actually, they actually. Yeah, I uh, remember that. I remember them yeah. showing the doghouse spawn. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it was about. Yeah, so you know that's probably why he couldn't talk on it because yeah, cause they did some kind of settlement. But yeah, man, um, that was pretty pretty crazy back then. I like um, Du Bois. What's his name? Du Bois. Du Bois. Du Bois. I can't pronounce. Du Bois. Yeah. Um. No. The uh, the fighter this weekend. Yeah, uh, Du Bois. Yeah, Daniel. Oh, Dubois. that's how it's Yeah, that's how you, you pronounce go. it. Yeah, yeah that's how. It's yeah. Pronounced. <laughs> okay, well, I got him. And uh, I got to see what Berlanga going to do. I mean, I'm not real confident in Berlanga right now. He got the power, but his skill level, I just want to see what they got him in there with. Because if he get in there with a box, they keep putting him in there with them boxes, and he's not doing well against them. Boxes has been taking over. Um, the Oscar De La Hoya thing, man, you got to realize one thing. I mean, as far as me and regular people, I mean, we ain't nothing to him. But as far as the people on his level and, and – and, uh, in the sport and on his level, the business people, they look at Oscar De La Hoya like a joke, you know, because uh, really he didn't bo- he didn't um, make Golden Boy like that. That was Richard. Uh, what's that Schaefer. guy's name? Schaefer. Yeah. 
Chaffers, he the one who built that golden boy up like that. Chaffers did that. And, you know, he got his other thing going now. So, but um, anyway, y'all working hard, man. Flowers to all both of y'all, man. Great, great show. Um, hit the like, hit the subscribe. TBV, y'all number one. All right, appreciate, appreciate you, man. It. Appreciate you. Who next, Trav? Uh, that's it on Discord. All right. So, Nesta Gibbs, Instagram and Twitter. Catch me on the next one. Arriva the shit. It's actually uh, NestGTO, Instagram and Twitter. It's Nesta Gibbs on TikTok and on YouTube where you could catch his new project of Cut It, where he is with shooting supermodel Jamie Villamore. And you could catch me, Ringwalk Danny, on off platforms and the boxing voice. Make sure to subscribe as we are uh, trying to reach our next goal of 150,000. We out. Peace.